watch and chat with the podcast live Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash trainwreckstv. I've heard um, really mixed things from um, from people that have boob jobs, from everything from there's not very much sensitivity left at all to some people saying that their nipples are still really sensitive, but I don't know if there's like a, like everybody has the same result or whatever. So I didn't have a boob job, but I had like my chest plate cracked open and I recovered from that. And uh, I didn't have feeling for the first couple of weeks. And then even a year later, there were times where like the feeling wouldn't be there. That's just, that's just- Did you, did you get your, were you getting your ribs enlarged? No, uh, I like broke a rib and they had to like get through. It was like when I was like. He 16. took two out, so he stuck his own dick. <laughs> you want to know what? Growing up, that, that whole Marilyn Manson thing—that was like I, I was asked that a lot. They're like, "Dude, you're missing one of your ribs. Like, were you trying to like suck your own dick?" I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm trying. Oh my god! I was like, "No, okay. dude." It was like life or death. But Jeez. okay, I'm gonna Why do the, the fastest intro. I'm gonna do the, fa- I'm gonna do the fastest <laughs> intro of the world. Okay. Fast intro, okay. Top left corner. Most of you know him as Jesus. Others know him as Crackhead. Just kidding. No, uh, Slasher. Welcome, brother. Fox News. Fox News. Uh, he's been on Fox News six different times. Um, it is also rumored that he has... I can't make that joke. Sorry. He has... Uh, him and the anchor, the host that's brought him on, have uh, been friends for quite, quite some time. Uh, welcome. Fox News Republican and conservative voting for Trump in all elections. Slasher, welcome, brother. Make America great again. Hey, good stuff, baby. Good stuff. In and the me low- and Dana, Dana Perino have a good thing to go. Yeah. Hey, Dana's cute. If you and Dana end up dating, I will. I will literally. I will listen. I'll tell you what, dude. I will give you guys a five thousand uh, dollar gift if you and Dana come out and post a picture and say you're dating with a kiss. I will give you a gift because, hey, my man, dude, that's gonna be a good looking family. Uh, below Slasher, we have. One of the best FIFA players in the world. He is undefeated in two different World Cups, three different tournaments, and I six wish. different Twitch rivals. One of the biggest FIFA YouTubers, and also very good looking, Zwayback HD. Welcome. Hey, I'm on Mixer, but yeah. Uh, thank you, man. Always a pleasure to be on. You're on Mixer? Yeah. Let those guys know I'm going to keep shitting on them until they give me 10 million. <laughs> Yo, let them know I'm gonna keep shitting oh, no, on them yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll see until, until they give me ten million uh, 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 ten million contract. Uh, until then, uh, I'm shitting on them. Okay, uh, to the right of Slasher. Hey, Twitch, that's that's a goddamn warning shot to you guys. Hey, you better start taking care of me. Okay, to the right of Slasher, biggest, nicest personality in the world. He is known for, he is known and proud. He's one of uh, the movement leaders for all men that are ashamed of their dick sizes. With one of the smallest dick sizes known to man on record, Manuel Ferreira. Welcome. It's only true if you come from France, okay? In France, I'm a, <clears throat> I have a small penis. Everywhere else, I'm extra large. Good job. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Terrible Below- joke. Sorry. Way to start. Fuck. Great. Great. Sorry. It's okay. Below Manuel Ferreira, we have... By the way, I'm loving the new setup. It's like your old house. That's way better like this. Um... Oh, the Red Bull pulling out. Still up for my fridge. I like that. Haircut looking good. Beard and goatee. Dude, I'm liking this old. You know, I usually hate I hate when viewers do old old train, new train. I hate that shit, but I got to do it myself and be a hypocrite right now. Because it is the old vibes are coming back, Destiny. It's like the old house setup, dude. The hair, the beard. Everything's coming back, dude. I think you're even out. You're coming back. It's, dude, hey, my man looking fucking good. Destiny, welcome, brother. 
Thanks for having me, buddy. I can't wait to scream at people tonight. Me too, dude. I can't wait either. Uh, in the middle. Already looks uninterested, pissed off, and not happy to be here, but he's here. Most of you know him as Slasher's friend. Others know him as what he just introduced himself as, just another Jewish man. I know him as Chapo, my cocaine dealer. Welcome, brother. Thank you for having me. Hey. Uh, no. you, you just call me Felix. I got the uh, I have the male equivalent of the resting bitch face. Was it didn't mean to look like I, I didn't want to be here. Oh no! Even if you look like you want to be here, I would have said that just for exaggeration effect. You're, you're completely. Nah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, my man. <laughs> to the right of Chapo, we have S Fan. Just kidding. S Fan's cousin Chapo. They're actually cousins. If you look at their faces, they look exactly alike. Um, they actually look identical. Have you guys noticed that? Dude, look at S-Fan right now and look at Chapo. They look, they actually look similar to me. Does anyone not see that? Like, like, Chapo looks like S-Fan if S-Fan, you know, like, when, shit, how can I say this to be polite? Uh, never mind. Okay, you know what? Uh, to the right of, uh, Felix, we have S-Fan TV, the leader of the classic WoW section. He just well, downed, he just downed a Nixir or whatever the boss is for fucking Blackwing Lair. Congratulations. It was, uh, it was, uh, Shmeridia. Shmeradia, thank you, brother. Uh, yeah. To the right of Felix or Chapo, we have SFAN TV. Welcome. Hey. Hello. Below SFAN TV, we have one of the best speedrunners in the world. He just shaved his goddamn head. It looks great. He looks like... <laughs> yeah, he looks like... Uh, what's that guy's name from uh, from Breaking Bad? Jesse? Jesse Pinkman? Mm. Welcome. <laughs> Ryan Lockwood. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? Hey, 112 all day. And to the right, the you have to say, the most intriguing guest of all time. He literally knows how to turn every woman on. He sits down in a day at dinner and only talks about numbers, analytics, and mathematical equations. Every woman is so turned on by that. Devin Nash, welcome. Hi, it's an honor to be here. That's a completely accurate description. Thank you. No problem, you know, when you buddy. really get into the Twitch versus Mixer war, it really makes the panties drop. Yes, it does, dude. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. Okay, so welcome, everybody. Asmund Gold will be joining us very shortly here. He's just uh, getting ready. He just woke up, I believe. Um, mute your goddamn mic, Chapo. I can hear you playing CSGO, whatever the hell you're playing. Um, My bad. It's all good, dude. It's all good. Don't worry. It's all love here, dude. Um, you're. Are you Middle Eastern? Uh, no, not unless you think, like, Jews are Middle Eastern. Do you want to be Middle Eastern? Well, okay, no, so... not really. I just like the flag. I, I, I actually want to talk about this, okay? So, mm -hmm. I'm very confused about this. Maybe Destiny can uh, uh, help me out with this, or whoever else has knowledge of this can help me out. So, Judaism is a religion, correct? Yes. Kind of. So, when I say, where are you from, and you say Jewish, are you... Does, does that mean Israel? Or what does that mean? What country is that? I, I mean, it's a, it's an ethnicity and a religion. I mean, usually when someone in America tells you they're Jewish, they're saying that they're Ashkenazi Jewish, like the usually Eastern European kind. And usually it just means you kind of look like an Italian, uh, more or less. Oh. I mean, there's also like Sephardi, which is like typically more, it's more like your Arab or like North African. But yeah, that's that's really it. Well, uh, for, for all of us to uh, kind of get a background of you, since it's the first time on the podcast, uh, what do you do? Where are you from? And uh, what do you do? I'm originally from Chicago. I am uh, one of the founders of the Chapo Trap House podcast. Uh, we had a best-selling book as well. I think we're still number one on Patreon. Not sure, though. 
Mm. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, so you run a podcast. Okay, well, let me give you this TLDR and let me give you a heads up here. This podcast gotcha. is scuffed, absolutely <laughs> disorganized, uh, if that's even a word. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing and I will never know what I'm doing. Um, and But lucky Devin is here. Yes, and if I come off as rude at all to you, I'm not being rude. I love you. And my personality is very, it's very blunt and dry humor. So you have to, gotcha. have, you have to, you have to understand dry humor to like me. Otherwise you'll think I'm a dick, but I'm not. Train, I just want to tell you that, that the, the, uh, the podcast that he's on, they made two tweets that were about 10 times worse than anything that you tweeted. And they've caused more drama this past week than probably anything that's happened on. All right. All right. We can, the, the last thing we got in trouble for, I really don't. That's bullshit. No one's going to remember that in a week. Okay, well, how bad are the tweets? I mean, I don't even think my tweet was that bad. Obviously, you and Destiny don't like it, but, like, I don't think my tweet was that bad. What's his tweet? All right, so it wasn't mine. It was another another no, member of the show. Yeah. Right, we didn't do any. I didn't personally didn't do anything, but just to clarify, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. Someone who is on my show, before I begin with this, are you familiar with the uh, film Sallow? Uh, no. Uh, it's, it's just a movie about, you know, rich elites practicing, uh, sexual sadism. Can't imagine why people would think about it now, but, uh, he, he posted a screenshot from that movie, one of the particularly disturbing scenes and said that it was Mayor Pete's, uh, second place victory party in New Hampshire. And, you know, all the, all, all, everyone on Twitter just decided it was homophobic, even though he's just saying that, uh, Pete is a mildly fascist person who would do all the stuff that they're doing in the movies. Pete Buttigieg, the presidential candidate. Yeah. Uh, I really, yeah, no. This is one of those tweets where it's like, yeah, for like five days, everyone's going to pretend to, it's the worst thing they've ever seen. It traumatized them. They have to fucking go into hiding. But try bringing this up to someone a year from now. No one will know what the fuck you're talking about. So what did you say? Or what did this guy say? Uh, I, I linked it. Yeah, Slasher just linked it. Okay. Wait, what the hell is this? It might be TOS to open on stream though. So yeah, I mean there is no there it's not showing any sexual organs. Uh oh, there might know. be a dick in that picture in the background, actually. Potentially, yeah. Better better safe than sorry. I would I would hate for this tweet to get you fucked up a with dick. Twitch. No yeah, way, I'm not gonna one show one. it. Yeah, yeah, there is there is. Wait, there's a dick? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Men, men right, is uh, very good as Oh wow, yeah. that's a nice yeah, one, dude. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, you can see it. It's, uh, yeah, that's a nice one, dude. Wow. It looks like an arm. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Nice. Good. Well, good for that guy. Oh damn, when you see it. Okay, there we go. It's pretty, pretty standard. What are they doing? Cutting his tongue? Well, it's a, it's a, it's sort of a, it's sort of a torture scene. <laughs> oh man, pretty standard. I, you know what? I, I got to be honest with you. I wasn't super familiar with this movie. I don't know how he pulled it out, but you know, some people are more into movies than others. Go for it. Wait, so, okay. So, are they shaving his tongue? <laughs> shaving some skin off <laughs> uh, Yeah, I would... Yeah. Putting something on it. I mean, I so... I get it. Is he making a joke that the Buttigieg staff party is just a bunch of men having sex? No, 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 no. That's absolutely not the joke. The context, the like, what he's saying is that they're. Uh, I don't. know, Let me. You familiar with like the monster of Florence? Uh no. It was this case of uh, 
rich elites in Florence, they were, they would perform sort of like sadomasochistic sexual abuse and murder on people. And it was just like, it was a huge depraved thing. And they tried to pin it on poor people. And, it, it, you know, just a case of, it's like Jeffrey Epstein. It's like someone gets so powerful. They're like, what can I get away with logically? And that's, that's kind of what's going on in this movie. And he's saying that's what they're doing. Because this isn't like gay guys having consensual sex. This is them torturing a uh, boy. So I'm pretty sure the only reason the tweet works is because Pete is gay. And I'm pretty sure most people know that. Oh, you can try to draw allusions to fascism. No, I guess it, maybe if you it. maybe if you don't know what fascism is or have any fucking idea about like anything having to do with fascism at all, but like the idea that like oh yeah, well the average person that retweeted this definitely knew about the uh, Florence movie and saw the uh, you know the parallels to fascism. It's funny because he's gay. That's like a big criticism that a lot of Bernie Bros. get lately. That may be that may be how you see it, but people make the exact same type of fucking jokes about Hillary Clinton. About her getting gay raped while she's gay in a climate. Do you, think, do, you think the jo- do you think the joke is that he's saying that Pete is the boy? I, I don't know what the joke is, but I know that you right now there's you, a current... you just said you knew what the joke is. You just said that you knew I, it was a gay joke, and that's why it's I, getting No, repeated. I didn't say that. I said I know how most people interpreted it, which is why it's getting so much backlash. And if you're going to sit here and tell me that most people know about the Florence movie and interpreted it as some whatever bullshit, you're deluding yourself. But we both know that you know that's not true, right? Well, I mean, the more yeah, that's like, there's a no, reason why you couldn't answer that finished. question. <laughs> like, you know it's true. You know it's question. true, dog. Don't shut the fuck up. Come on, dude. Wait, what, like, what let, about people? No, no, let me fucking answer. <laughs> yeah. The reason people retweeted a lot and it has 9,700 likes is because uh-huh. it became a huge subject of controversy. That happens to every tweet that becomes a fucking topic of the day. And you fucking know that as well. I know that right now there's a lot of really weird, like, physical uh, appearance attacks on Pete and a lot of really weird homophobic tweets about Pete, about him not being gay enough, about him not kissing his husband in the perfectly gay way or whatever. And then this just kind of, like, adds to that whole environment. And, I mean, like, most people associate Chapo with being, you know, the big, like, Bernie bro crowd. So it's not too surprising that you would get that kind of backlash. Like, you'd have to be pretty fucking retarded to tweet that out and not assume that people are going to interpret it in a homophobic manner. But, I mean, like, maybe you guys are, so I I don't know. But you and me both know that that's how that tweet was going to be interpreted, no matter, like, what the fuck your intention was behind it, right? Not necessarily. You really (laughs) think you really... Shut oh, the fuck shit. up. Do you really oh, think, man. Do you really think, do you really think he anticipated a fucking two-day news cycle about it being homophobic? It's very clear what he meant if you follow him, if you know him, if you know the type of jokes he made. So, I'm sorry. So, tell me, what, a, what, tell me what the tweet meant again. Can you... The tweet meant that Pete is a member, jokingly saying that Pete is a member of an elite circle of sadomasochistic freaks, as depicted in the film Sallow. And you think when tweeting that scene, and when tweeting that particular scene, sex looks like if that's sure. what you think gay sex it is a representation of gay sex, go for it. You're free. Wow, to so that. I'm the real homophobe. Wow, you turned that one. I mean, I've heard that from conservatives so many times. So I'm curious. So when you tweeted that particular scene, or when that scene was tweeted with with the massive gay orgy, and then the reference to Pete's campaign, everybody's like, oh yeah, people will totally get like the fascist undercurrent that we're going for in this tweet. You know, amidst the current climate of homophobic attacks that are getting like thousands of fucking likes and retweets on Twitter, that's definitely how this one is going to be interpreted. There's no way you're that clueless, right? Do you think, do you think that you should just disqualify any joke or any tweet based on the worst way it could be interpreted? No, but I think that's not that that big of a stretch when you look at it. And I mean, like you would argue that you should probably have some level of responsibility being the largest podcast on Patreon. How many times have you said the N-word on stream? Um, I think two or three times. You don't believe that at all. Because so, like I wait 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 what does that have to do wait 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 hold on what was that pivot wait what does that have to do with this discussion no let me finish 
Wait, how, wait, wait. How many times have I called a black? How many times have I called a black guy the N word? Because that's more comparable here. That's, that's my fucking point. I'm saying that someone could, un could, ungenerously interpret interpret it that way, even though that's not what you meant. No, I don't think anybody would would see my stream where I've called a black person the N word. That's never happened before. Whereas your tweet is like pretty clearly. I don't have to know. interpret. I don't have to interpret your tweet to find a name. Like it's literally about Pete. Like you have it right in the tweet, dog. There's no interpretation. But do you do you think it's homophobic? Do you think the fucking tweet? Do homophobic? I think it's homophobic? I think that you knew it would have been interpreted in a homophobic first manner. All, I don't know if you guys. All, I did, I did not post it. Okay, yeah, or whoever posted it must have right. known. I, I mean, like you guys are involved in media cycles enough and social media enough to know that it's going to be interpreted in that manner. But I mean, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny to every, see. Every 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 time that you make a sort of risque post, you. Expect there's going to be a mild degree of backlash. You never know how big. Wait, it's why be. is it risky? What's risque about calling Peter fascist? Because it, it, this is like an, uh, this is just like a completely ridiculous joke that the events of the film Salo are taking place in his backstage party. You know, it's a fucking ridiculous joke. That's the point of it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Everybody that's familiar with the film and then familiar with the comparisons, of course. Okay, well, uh, I'm glad. <laughs> Slasher, I, I don't know. Was... Wait, does Chapo know Destiny, or do, do they know each other? Do you guys have a history? I'm familiar with them. Oh, okay. Uh, their community hates me. I'm the fucking ugh. Or well, for for who even knows about me, I guess. But yeah. Okay, well, you two. Um, they actually both have. I would say some more communities, even though you might say absolutely not. I, this is all the all the brain dead Bernie or Buster fucking crazy lunatics. The the everybody to the right of Bernie is a fucking fascist. That shit, hell no, dude. I excised all that cancer from my community. I went through that 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 stage of political theory when I was sixteen. I don't need him in my community today. I'm good on that. Do you have any Kamala dead Andrews in there? Kamala dead Andrews. Dead Enders. Dead Enders. What the fuck does that mean? They were Kamala supporters. Oh yeah, no, there are Kamala or bus people. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm sure there were. I don't know if they're politically relevant. I don't know if that was even like a large portion of Kamala's following. But wait, so it was, a, yeah, it was an online portion. I don't really think it's a moral panic. Wait, so Felix's people like that. Wait, so Felix's following. Wait, uh, like they're extremely liberal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, 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 no. If you say liberal, they're so liberal to you that if you call them liberal, they would actually like re and scream in fucking agony. Oh fuck! So, so so his fan, so his viewer base wouldn't like me at all then. Uh, no, they actually, uh, they probably would, because no, they hated that. I don't, I don't know. That shit, so they'd probably love you. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I'm seeing your numbers with, with how many patrons you got. Hey, listen, I'm trying to get my sub count up there. Hey, Ch Chapo supporters, we're almost to 12,600 subs, boys. Bring it in. Okay, listen, I'll tell you what. You guys gift 100 subs right now, I will vote Bernie. Okay, I will vote Bernie, 100 gifted. Okay. Uh, anyways, just kidding, Felix. Relax. Uh, why, why, why do you think that my fans may or may not like you? Um, because I'm a capitalist or no, a liberal, but oh, sorry, uh, I thought you were talking about that. Which yeah, no, doesn't no. know what the fuck is going on. Oh, I, no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, no, so politically, I, I'm not referring to politically, so I, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't like me actually. The train has a very unlikable face, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. <laughs> I, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Train, I actually. Well, I'm right here, dude. Way. You were. I'm right. Okay, here, here. Well, give me a sec here. I'll full screen for you. Okay, I'll full screen for you. Okay, I'll full screen. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, give me a sec here. I'll full screen for you. Okay, and I'll take my headphones off for you. All right, go ahead. Here we go. Oh, look, that's that's that look at all that hate just brewing in your hearts. Chad. You see me? I, I, I don't think that's an unlikable face. Thank you. I don't wow. See it. Thank you I so much. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, that's the coziest face I've ever seen, man. Thank you so much, dude. You know what? You are welcome whenever you'd like here. And that's all it takes. 
Listen, yeah. dude, that's all it takes. That's the first Wait, time. Hey, listen, I do think. What's a cozy face? It's just cozy. I don't it's know. The first like time a, he's ever been complimented. You can sit on. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's a cozy face? Like, like you feel good in it? Like, what? I think it, it means get some like, squad cozies in the chat, boys. Uh, it means like kind eyes. If you have kind like eyes, it's a cozy uh, face. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Um, English is not my first language, so I was like, what? Well, so uh, we've already started pretty well here. I actually yeah, had very, I, I, I actually had very fun listening to that dialogue. Um, but real quick, um, let's introduce uh, Chopper to everybody here since he just came in here. Um, Ryan Lockwood is a speedrunner, most famous known for One Twelve Streets. Um, it's a uh, um, fuck uh, uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye, correct? Is that Goldeneye? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he ran one of the fastest in his time of Goldeneye. I'm sure you've heard of the video. If not, it's called 112 Streets on YouTube. It's a very motivational video. S-Fan TV is a classic player. Felix, um, World of Warcraft. Devin Nash is... I'm a big fan of 112 as well. Devin Nash is pretty much a CEO of almost every company related to streaming. Uh, Manuel Freira, I don't know if you, you've heard of him. This is a porn star. Um, and a wow, amazing... I'm a streamer, man, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm not just, you know... I'm also a streamer, okay? He's a streamer on Twitch.tv, and he's a <laughs> loving father as well. Um, and he has a really big dick. Um, Destiny, you, you already met him just Hi. now. He's, a, uh, he's one of Twitch's biggest political uh, people. And uh, stream, he's also semi-pro in League of Legends. Zwayback uh, yeah. HD is one of the biggest FIFA players in the world. Uh, Slasher is just a dick, and that's it. So <laughs> there's, there's the intro. Your um, your podcast is insane. Um, I looked up the 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 stats for it. Like, you're one of the most popular podcasts. Yeah, it's one of the largest on the internet. Yeah. How did well, you build that following? It, like, how long have you been doing it? Like, what's what's up with that? Well, we started in uh, spring of 2016. Um, it's, only two, it's only four years old. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't say I, I, we're not really in the top 20 of the biggest podcasts in the world. That's like the Rogans, you know, people like that. We don't get like millions of listens per individual episode. But mm -hmm. I think a lot of it was a case of right, right place, right time. It sort of happened during the uh, 2016 Democratic part, uh, primary and then the 2016 general election. Those are both huge for us. Uh, doing a political podcast where it wasn't just you know, the shitty podcast that a company like Politico puts out where it's like, who are the winners and losers of the week? Or, uh, you know, it's a Ben Shapiro podcast. People like to have a different option from that. But I don't know, just generally, the our, our fans have been incredibly supportive of us. So uh, we have sort of uncommonly supportive fans. So I really credit that them with putting us, you know, Number one on Patreon, probably. I haven't checked if we're still number what one. What should I put as your uh, name on this? I, I've been looking for the last twenty minutes to try and find. Uh, should, should I put your Twitter handle? Should I put your name? Name? What do you want uh, on just, the screen? Uh, just uh, put my Twitter handle if you like. Uh, okay. By your logic. Okay. Cool. I actually think that uh, Train, your show, and Destiny, and Felix's uh, audience all overlap in uh, not totally but there is overlap between all three of your audiences for sure. i would imagine yeah so uh yeah so to, to give Devin to give Devin a little better Devin's pretty much the he's the analytic guy of the entire platform of all platforms related to gaming digital media. podcast digital media cool. every analytic he'll pull out uh basically if you ever you know if if, if you're ever with you know 
a girl or a guy that's overly horny and you want to dry them up, just bring Devin around. He'll drop some facts and statistics that will just, hey, it'll dry that <laughs> up real a, quick. <laughs> you've got a bad Tinder date, dude. You just call me in there and I'll wingman you right out of there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. That's couple right. couple seconds is all I need. <laughs> just like... Speaking of which, how many downloads does your podcast have? Like, on if you can tell me, like, I'm just curious. Downloads haven't checked, but like for yeah. an episode on the main feed, we'll typically do, I don't know, I guess around 220,000 listens. Wow. Okay. That's fucking awesome. And how do you syndicate it? Do you just syndicate it to every platform? Uh, for, for the episode on the main feed, we put it on SoundCloud, you know, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and then for the Patreon feed, uh, you can just you know get the RSS and put it in your individual app. That's super cool. Um, Train and I are trying to make like this podcast more like outside of Twitch, and mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm like I'm thinking a lot about, especially this week, we were thinking a lot about like um, how to start it getting discovered on other platforms so that like people find it from other places. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm pretty technologically stupid, but like, if you have any questions you think I could help with, I'd be happy to lend a hand. I mean, That's coincidentally, awesome. Felix, I think you should be streaming Chapo live on Twitch. Eh, I don't know. I, I mm, sometimes we do we we do some streaming shit sometimes, but I don't know. I sort of prefer having the podcast and you say what you say for like two hours. You get to leave in what you like, take out what you don't. You know what's crazy? I actually I actually get a, uh, now, hopefully you don't, uh, I'll just say it. You, you give me a Sunday from Philadelphia vibe. Have you ever gotten that before? People have said that I look like Charlie Day sometimes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get a Sunday from Philadelphia vibe from you, dude. It's pretty crazy. But anyways, um, that was the uh, prelude, prelude, whatever the fuck the wording is, uh, for the podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing, so Devin, take it away. Okay. Um, did any of you guys see the Oscars? Just clips. highlights. Highlights. Yeah, clips. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys see um, Parasite? Yeah, killed it. You guys think it should have won over 1917? I didn't see 1917, but I know Parasite was fucking amazing. I haven't seen it. I, I think Parasite should have won just so we got all of the crazy racist tweets for the next 24 hours afterwards complaining oh. that a Korean movie won. I thought that was beautiful, so I'm in full support. Is that what that. happened? Yeah, there was some dumb yeah. stuff. Yeah, some oh, real geez. dumb stuff out there. Wait, people I mean, just for... people got offended because a Korean movie won. Dude, people got offended that a Korean movie won, and people got offended that a movie that you had to read subtitles won. There was like an entire day <laughs> of people complaining that they. Because Americans carried. Yeah, yeah, Americans yeah. are fucking idiots. They were Makes upset sense. about how he like yeah they were they broke down the acceptance speech and like took that apart and they they didn't think that he like showed the right I don't know whatever dude it's just so dumb. Yeah, one of the one of those uh, like conservative media guys made a big stink about how it shows we're losing our country or something. Just yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Imbecile. I saw that one. Yeah, I really, I really liked Parasite. Uh, I thought it was like a really great movie, but I, I loved nineteen seventeen. I thought that could have taken it. Like a, it was an insanely moving movie. I fucked up because I went to like the movie theater at like one in the morning and watched that fucking movie, and I couldn't sleep the whole night after that shit. It was super intense. Is it a, is it, was it a one take? Like, was it a one shot, continuous shot throughout the whole, whole film it, or no? It was filmed effectively like that, but it wasn't like actually. So they right. just like really right. intelligently hid the, hid the, like the breaks. But you definitely feel like 
you're you're in a day with the soldiers for sure. That's that's wild. Yeah, it was really you, crazy. You recommend watching it in theaters? I, I, I think it's the only way to watch it. Yeah, if you can, if you can go see it in theater, like it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow. Wasn't Burnman like that too with Michael Keaton? Like yeah. a one, like yeah. uh, one big sequence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, Sorry. I, saw, I mean, I saw both movies. I thought Parasite I was pretty good. I don't think it was like super duper ultra amazing. I don't understand where all the hype comes from. Um, I, I mean, it's not a bad movie. I don't know. It didn't seem like particularly super amazing to me. Um, I saw 1917. 1917 was really cool. I don't know if I saw enough movies this year to say that either one should have like like what deserves like best picture of the year or whatever. I'm not sure, but how does it stack up for Saving Private Ryan? Because that's like my litmus test for like World War II. Well, 1917 would be World War One, but like, how does it stack up? Like better? Um, man, I'm not like one of those guys that watches like a fuck ton of like war movies. Gotcha. But yeah, like Saving like Private Ryan was like really, really good. Probably like the best war movie that I've ever seen. But I've seen good. like 50 trillion of them. I think yes. it comes close to Saving Private Ryan in terms of like intensity and like what it makes you feel. It, it, it's like war movies are kind of like a played out genre, you know, like in terms of I, I guess like what you're going to get from them. And 1917 felt like it shook it up a lot. Cool. Yeah. Um, 1917 is definitely worth watching. It's a unique experience, I think. Yeah, I'll watch it. As far as uh, that earlier clip we started the podcast with, <laughs> have we ever <laughs> we ever finished oh, discussing God. that? I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Well, <laughs> are you talking about um, Joaquin winning the best actor, or whatever? Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, guess, I guess we could talk about best actor awards. I mean, that, that's a perfect fucking uh, uh, oh connection in 100 percent. Actress uh, in a leading role. Yes. So have so today I woke up to a some tweet going viral. People were tagging me in it, saying, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm gonna be real with you: this is the stupidest shit I've seen in my fucking life. Basically, there is a uh, man sitting in the back of a plane, and he's in the last seat. His chair can't recline. There's a woman in front of him where her seat can recline, and she reclined it. She's hanging out, and he's hitting it because he's annoyed because he's acting like he has no room. And now it's fucking this huge fucking controversy and political slash social political. Where the fuck? issue that everyone's that the internet's divided twitter's divided everyone's going at each other when real when in reality in my opinion this is some shit they should have just talked out like fucking adults and we should have moved on from it how the fuck how, why are things like this becoming more and more of a world news type of thing instead of just two people saying hey dickwad move your chair up or hey dickwad no right like it's just it's a simple thing like that this dude is acting like a fucking nine-year-old like, who the fuck yeah. hits a chair like that? Like, not to mention he had all the room in the world. Not to mention, even if your seat can't recline, let's be honest. When people recline their seat when I'm sitting there, I don't recline my seat just because they recline their seat. I keep my seat fucking straight. And, I, like, you just deal with it. It's a fucking plane. Shit's uncomfortable. Even if you sit first class, it's still uncomfortable. Planes are shit. you have tiny legs, though. You, you, like, if you had big <laughs> like mine... True. Okay, good one. Yeah. And also, oh wait, I never saw this phrase as a who's right or who's wrong. It's not your fault if the guy behind you doesn't have a seat that reclines. If it matters that much to you, then pay for a different fucking seat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And don't give me this fucking just buy more. Like if you're already flying a fucking plane, you're probably doing okay anyway. Like come on, like you you can spring the extra twelve dollars for economy plus on like your two hour flight. Like you'll be okay. But even yeah. the recline, like, does it actually, like, does it actually even affect you that much? Like, if you do a full recline, like, what are you limited? What's are so you the number one annoying limited? thing? Yeah, the number one annoying thing is if somebody fully reclines in front of you uh -huh. and you are um, using like a laptop or something, it fucks with your screen. It like moves it down and you can't look at it. Right, uh -huh. that's the most annoying thing for me. But I mean, if they do that, I just read a book or go to sleep. 
Yeah, it's also like that guy probably it made him psycho about just the idea of his personal space being invaded or something. But still, like just punching the back of the seat like a child. The dude has issues. That's I mean, yeah, he's yeah there's no doubt about that. I mean, I got a problem with the woman just recording it behind her like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm upset about this. I'm going to record it. It's like, why don't you stand up, turn around and like, you know, hey, asshole, what the hell are you doing? Like, oh, I mean, it's everybody wants to get their phone out first with everything these days. You know, like somebody's getting beat up like a grandma. People are like, oh, oh, world star. They're like looking down. They're like, it's like, dude, help her. Like what? Like everybody just wants to record shit. Like I, dude, dude, I thought this, it was ridiculous. Even Agreed. reading this tweet, this video has the internet legitimately divided. Dude is in the last seat on the plane. Seat doesn't recline. Hers does, and she reclines. She's upset and is punching her seat intensely, so she records. Who is right? Who is wrong? See you at 7 p.m. on Fox 5 Line. <laughs> Dude, like, are you serious? Damn, I really wish I lived through that local broadcast. Really want to see that segment. It's, it's just like, dude, like, this is dumb. Like, Listen, it's so dumb. In France, there was a thing happening this week where it was like a very like famous YouTuber blogger that's known for being very racist. Uh, he got attacked by four guys. One of them is a like very popular uh, rapper, and they actually drove uh, pretty much 300 miles to go fuck him up. What? Re- recorded it. I'm gonna find a video and send it to you guys on Discord. Recorded it and posted it. Those idiots. Like, like that. That's how people think. We're gonna go fuck him up. <laughs> post the video where you clearly see all of us beating the shit out of him. So obviously they got arrested and put in jail but like it's violent like the guy is underground knocked out and they keep fucking kicking him in the head like hitting him with a telescopic like uh, a, a stick i don't know how you call that those like crazy and that's what people do now like if, even doing that they will record it to post it and brag about it even though they know that it's gonna put them in jail like it's just so stupid that you like like pulling your phone instead of you know yeah wait what's wrong i don't know i think recording is kind of funny but dude's acting like a massive man child i'd probably fucking record that shit and post it on twitter i don't think it's that big a deal no or or not not not, that's a different that's different from that way you were describing though yeah yeah, no no i'll I'll find the video video sorry i didn't mean that and i I was just because you were saying it in regards to this i didn't mean that the last thing was like a good meme to record why are all the like why are all the like gamers on this tweet? Like, like Co Carnage is in here. Andy Milanakis. Like, why, why is it Twitchcrud? Like, what's what? How did this? How did this? Everyone hit, like, commented, dude. Well, Summit probably because commented. Asmin. Everyone. Summit what the did. fuck? Well, also because like if you're a Twitch streamer like these guys, you probably fly a lot too, right? We we fly a lot generally. Yeah. yeah true. That is I'm just true. surprised to see like this. Usually is like one of those tweets that, um, you know, you just see in like the trending tab or something. But it's like every fucking streamer is on this thread for some reason. <laughs> like Co Carnage is coming in here, just like coming in. Like I'm surprised. I don't know. Well, I never recline. Yeah, no, I don't usually either. Uh, I never recline, but it's not because I give a fuck about the person behind me. It's just because it's not usually enough to be able to sleep comfortably. It does nothing. It actually does fuck. Like, dude, it's just even even first class does nothing. None of these things do anything, dude. Planes are just dog shit. Like unless unless you go into one of those huge jumbo jets, like when you go going international, those things go all the way back. You can actually fucking lay down fully. It's fucking great, but well, yeah, first class usually you can like recline like all the way if you're on a de- unless you're on like an hour flight or some shit like you should, those have like the sleep ends or whatever. 
Or I guess that's usually international flights, or like if you're doing LA to fucking New York or some shit or DC. Yeah. Usually, yeah, six hours plus for the mm-hmm. sleepaway thing. But well, yeah, no, I mean, air, air travel is fucking awful. You feel terrible. The main problem is the legs. You can solve that. That's, why Jeffrey, that's why Jeffrey Epstein had so many friends. He had a plane. <laughs> well, that's a lot different, though. Jeffrey Epstein's friends usually fit really easily in the seats, didn't they? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. I'm so God. sorry. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, Michael Bloomberg is 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dude. You guys are just too much. Um, yeah, dude. I just realized the current topic but, uh, is I have no idea. We're talking about the well, the Oscars, <laughs> right? Right. We're right. talking about the plane incident, but yeah. No, 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 I know. I'm saying on the stream, it says. I, I just realized that it said current topic. I have no idea. Uh, it's because I have no idea about anything. I really just don't know where my life that's is. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah so Dude, that's... here's my thing. Like, like I don't understand why it it's it's like why can't they just talk it out and be like, hey, like, can you just not recline as far? It's it's really uncomfortable for me. I I don't know. Like I, I recline, I recline, but like I get uncomfortable if I don't recline. Like I have like herniated discs in my back and it's it's not good, right? And I have, if people recline on me, like I don't care. Like it's, that's like normal, right? That's the right. They paid for are, a seat. are any of you guys scared to recline? Do you feel like you're intruding on someone else's space if you do the I always recline. Okay. Am I, not, am I an asshole? I mean, no. no I, I don't think so. I mean, people like, if people recline in front of me, like I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll, get, I'll give you a seat. I'll give you a take, and it's like it's like this far of a of a, of a recline. I think not that far. I think a lot of people. Okay, so I think a lot of people are embarrassed to recline, and this is including myself. Like, I feel like there's a certain cutoff generation thing, or if you were brought up by this uh, by people who like instilled it within you, then you'll recline. But like, and then there's a cutoff. Like, it's it falls in the same category, in my opinion, as when a waitress brings you food and it's not how you asked or it's a little cold or it tastes this way and you're too scared to give it back because you think you're, uh, you know, being a dick or you're embarrassed to give it back. But your parents are like, hey, the fuck is this? I got medium rare. This shit's medium, right? I think it's not it's not same like category psychologically of people who don't recline and people who don't like give the right. It's like a generational thing of just being embarrassed for things that I think you're entitled to if you paid for it. Right. So (laughs) that's my opinion, though. Right. I do have a question about it, though, if. Like optimal, optimally, she just would have had to take a 10 second video. She'd have proof. She could have not used it, turned around, talked to the guy. And then if you tell the stewardess, this is a question I have for everybody. I don't, isn't it like if you don't listen to a stewardess on a plane, like if you just refuse to buckle your seatbelt or do anything, isn't it like a, it's, it's an a offense, felony, right? Yeah, it's I think felony. so. Yeah. So, I mean, at least, at least get you thrown off. She's, she's completely winning in that situation. I, I just think that she's, she's also at fault for not thinking, but I mean, well, what if this was like a last resort? Like, what if they were they exhausted all options, like talking it out, and then that is what that was the end result? Like, okay, you know, yeah, I don't know. You can't see what happened before it, right? Yeah, right. that's the yeah. problem with like all videos. Like on the internet, anytime, right. anytime somebody posts a video and like, oh, look at what happened. It's like, okay, well, what what led to this, right? Like, right. what was the escalation? You know, I, I dude, I'm reading through the comments here. Welcome to being a woman. A man is aggressive towards you, but people still say it's your fault. It's like, dude, that has literally no. It's two adults. Like, it doesn't matter. That's some projection shit, right dude, there. Dude, that yeah, is so yeah. like, yeah. oh my gosh, Jesus. dude. I've I've always heard 2. of this like dark us. side of Twitter, but I've never like. Oh, is that on Reddit? In there, sorry, uh, uh, likes hearts. Whatever. Oh yeah, I was like, dude, I've always heard of this like dark side of Twitter, but I've never hit it. I know Destiny's got into it before, like. 
People say Twitter is like super toxic. Every platform is super toxic depending on which sludge pool you go into. Just depends on. Is that depends right? Depends on what you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, totally. Instagram is really yeah. toxic for for women, a lot of women, because everyone posts their perfect life and they fake whatever they're doing, and then it puts pressure on like women to always look good and do makeup and do Photoshop and do all that other shit. And I Twitter, thought, you know, it's a totally different type of toxic, but it's definitely toxic. I thought yeah, that Instagram is like they really like like really good looking women and photos and stuff. No? You just described every single facet of human existence ever. Yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> only, only like the really good looking women. I have ever. such, yeah, I have such a big problem with, with the way you worded that, Slasher. Hold on. Women have problem on, women have problem on Instagram because everyone uh, fakes how they look. What do you mean? Like, it's the women that are uh, filtering I, I and makeuping. So, like, let's not pretend yeah. like. Well, 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 but it comes from two places. It's not just a one dimensional problem. Women do it because if men don't, men are like, oh, you look disgusting. You look sick, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, of course women play into it. So it's, just happens, so, it's, so it's the men's like, fault? I, mean, I didn't say it's the men's fault. I said it's a little bit more complicated and it's trying to blame. Like, oh, it's the women. Oh, it's the men. Blah, 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 blah. That either side, that's a really one-dimensional way of looking at it. Well, it's an entire like problem. I wasn't, looking at, I wasn't looking at one-dimensionally. I just had a problem with him saying everyone does this, so women have problems. But it's the very people that are saying that they have the problems. All their shit's photoshopped and filtered. It just, I just find it hypocritical. I don't know. Not to mention, I don't, I, I don't know. It just seems a little weird. I mean, anecdotally, women use Instagram more than the other platform. It's, it's usually yeah, they do. Pri primary platform is Instagram. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but there are more women that are using like Photoshop to hide their images than there are men. I mean, I actually don't know. I'm just going to assume more often women are using that type of things. And it is putting pressure on other women. It is half from men who want women to look a certain way or they're going to comment and talk shit, even though men are going to talk shit to women anyway. But I think more, more of the pressure is women on other women seeing women seeing other people's perfect lives and trying to imitate hmm. in my opinion that's just a human thing like i don't even think that thing like like for some reason in today's society we somehow uh uh try to reach to any any way we can to make it into a gender thing in my opinion it's a human thing humans try to make every human being tries to make their life look or not every most human beings try to make their life look a certain way on social media when in reality it's most likely the opposite because at the end of the day we're all the same we all go through problems struggles fights right so i don't think like i don't know why everything is tied into some sort of political gender or sex issue okay it's politics a is a code word for this is something i don't want to talk about like, imagine if you're at work and you're True. like, man, I'm not getting scheduled enough hours. This is bullshit. Like, why is management fucking me so hard? And you're like, listen, scheduling hours is not a management thing. It's a human thing. Sometimes we just can't schedule the hours that we want. Why are you making it political? Like, it, when we're talking about, like, how people look, like, on Instagram and there are different standards for men and women and the way they're supposed to, like, this is, like, a, it's a gendered thing. Like, of course, of course, like, gender is involved in this. Like, how, how could you look at it any other way? Because, because people trying to make their... People who try to make their lives look different uh, uh, via social media versus what it actually is isn't a gender thing. Gender it is it isn't gender specific. It's human specific. Humans do that in general. It's a psychological human thing. It's not a woman thing or a man thing. It's a human being thing. The management thing isn't applicable at all to this conversation because the management and scheduling is for your job specific. It is a specific job thing. So you can't do it outside of the job. And say, oh, it's a human thing. It's a scheduling thing for the specific job. But making your life look a certain way is not a specific thing to sex or gender. Well, it yeah, is a human make, making your making your life look really good on Instagram is a thing that, like, I guess, like most people try to do. But the way that we go about doing it is is vastly different between men and women. 
I mean, right? I think, only, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. So for men, it might be you know cars, riches. For women, it might be yeah. a good boyfriend. The different things like this. It, it, it could vary. It could also be cars for men, or sorry, cars for women, and for men, it could also be relationship. It could, it could be both. But yeah, you're right. It could vastly. Wait a second. I feel like. Hold on, dude. I feel like. Never mind. Actually. What? Say, you got to say it now. You because can't say I feel, like. I feel like if we actually went down to uh, it's vastly different for men and women that I feel like that comment in today's in today's world could also be uh, portrayed as a sexist one. If you think about it. Right. Well, it's just a description of reality. Like men and women have different standards. Well, for- I would agree with that. Actually, description of reality. Correct. I would agree with that part. I'm just saying that, like, dude, I feel like I'm so I'm so confused in today's society to which is okay to say and which is not. Like, I would agree it's a description of reality. But in another, you know, in another uh, uh, context of another podcast, I could see that being sexist to assume that there is differentiation in what men and women see as happy and successful, right? I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's weird. I don't know. So the difference is, so the difference is it comes down, it's the difference between prescription and description. So description is like you describe like, oh, well, this is the way things are. Prescription is saying, well, this is the way things ought to be. That's usually where you get hung up between like, well, is that sexist or not? It's not really sexist to describe like a certain reality. Like, oh, like men tend to do this. Women tend to do this. The, the sexist part usually comes from the prescriptions where you're like, oh, well, men ought to do this or women should only do this. It's, it's uh, that's like the it makes sense. Quick, that and, makes sense. quick and easy yeah. guiding. Um, so speak on this topic. I don't know if you guys saw there is a artist. Uh, fuck. I forgot her name. Actually. Uh, Billie Eilish. No, not Billie Eilish. She won. Uh, she, she, she won an Oscar. It was an Oscar or a Grammy. It was Grammy. She won a Grammy. Uh, hold on. Lizzo. Lizzo. Thank you. Uh, Lizzo. And she made a comment on objectification of females. And hold on. What did this guy say? Hold on. Uh, yo. Women train. No, no. I was, I was looking, I was looking at your message, Slasher. That's why I got off topic real no. quick. There was a topic. Uh, Lizzo was being interviewed, and she said, uh, "People have to stop objectif or men have to stop objectifying women." It's not like she's like, "It's not like we talk about your dick sizes, do we?" And like everyone's like, "Yeah, you fucking do." Uh, yep. So, <laughs> so <laughs> but this is literally in an interview. It's a quote. Like she said this, and I'm just shocked. So like I could add six more fucking things they talk about to a list of just dick size, like height. Right? We talk about height. Height is a right. big awesome. one, yeah. right? Like so, she says it in her song as well, right? So it's like it's just it's just a little weird to me how you would try to. I mean, I understand like hopping on that bandwagon for some clout right now, especially in 2019, 2020. But to say that, I think that's going a little too far. Uh, in my opinion, I, I should send her one day of my DMs and she'll change her mind about this for sure. Dude, I just had deja vu. I feel like we've been right here and then I feel like in 20. No, I'm not going to say it. That's, a, that's actually crazy right there. But anyways, it's uh, so hard not to go full SJW train. I'm just waiting for the right topic. Okay. <laughs> oh. Wait, could you go SJW on that if you wanted to? Well, firstly, the men are the ones that make the deal about height more than fucking women do. Like, sure, we can all find like the random dumb bitch that tweets some shit about like, ah, oh, guys, you know, if you're not at least six, whatever, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I'm pretty sure half of those are fucking women trolling at this point. Like generally the guys, the people that obsess the most about height are usually insecure dudes online that are like obsessed with being fucking alphas or whatever. Like I, like, I find that men obsess way more about height than women do, but I don't know. Maybe this is just my personal experience. Well... I don't I mean, for, like, for an anecdotal mm. thing, almost every guy that I've met on Twitch who is supposedly like 5'10", 5'11", has been my height or shorter, which has been fascinating to me, given that like I'm only 5'8", and apparently everybody says they're like 5'10", or 5'11". I don't know. I 
I don't know. The, the, the amount of girls in my industry that told me I'm so glad today I'm working with someone that's taller than me is is that that's a lot of a lot. Manuel, of you say that you must know that your experience is pretty exceptional, right? Like yeah, yeah, no, no, but totally, yeah. totally. But that's why I'm saying like, like I think women care also as much as as size, but also because those women work with, with a lot of different men too. So like they get to to meet more guys, which with whom they're gonna have sex and so it, it makes a huge difference for them i mean i've um i mean i've seen other conversations about this and it comes down to that basically as long as the guy i saw it on another podcast they were talking about this thing with joe rogan they said basically as long as the man is at least a little bit taller than the woman they don't have to be six foot it's not like six foot's the magic height this is mm-hmm. as long as the man is a little bit taller than the woman then that attraction is easy, it can happen a little easier or something and they and they add they they surveyed a bunch of women on it and they said usually just as long as the man was a little bit taller than them and i think my take on it my opinion on it is that you know as we've evolved and stuff i think that we we respect size no matter what you know you see a huge shark you're gonna be you know it's a huge fucking shark you're gonna be scared of it, or a huge bear or whatever you're, you respect size and i think just as we've evolved i think that even humans like we i think we still respect size and i think I think it's just that kind of that simple. I think that's why, and it's a, it's a, it matters to a lot of these men who make a big deal out of it, because maybe women have told them about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, think, I, that... I think it's probably both sides. Like you'll, you'll find on like dating apps and stuff, a lot of women will say, "Don't lie about your age," or well, that probably too, but don't lie about your height. Like, be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as someone that's trying to get back into the game, like I do notice that every like every fourth or fifth. Like uh, that, it, that is a thing, but whether or not it's more to one side or the other and whether or not it's because of a pressure from one side affecting the other, I, I can't say, but it's for sure a thing, I mean, dude. Yeah. It would be nice if we lived in a perfect world where yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's like, oh, chicks who don't care about dick size or height, but dude, I mean, you want to say that the entire population doesn't care about your height? Mm-hmm. No, there's going to be somebody who does. So Yeah, of course. There's I always mean, somebody. Pe- yeah, people are going to just have to, you know, start learning to accept things about themselves and there's yeah. there's going to be somebody out there for you you know what i mean and you know it's not always the case sometimes sometimes a chick is taller than the guy it doesn't matter but i, I did hear that conversation take place and it, it doesn't make sense to me Yo, i mean i don't put my height i don't put anything about my, my personality check all, destiny. I do, all i do what? is put my dick size. discord <laughs> that's the only thing and that's I'll the only thing profile. it's the only thing listed publicly it's just my name name and then, name and then no, but not, even, no not even your name. Your name is the size. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> that, that, is, that is right. I feel like it's gotten pretty well. I, th- I mean, I've seen some ruthless... Uh, some ruthless dicks. Out there. No, the, just, the, just the women trolling like Destiny said. I've seen some pretty... They're like talking about like the... A 666 rule, like six figures, six feet tall, and six inches or something like that. I've seen some pretty... Pretty like group of profiles. So, from so Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Valentine's. It feels like you have to be really careful, especially train. This is like part. Of, this is your ballpark, man. Don't don't black pill yourself so hard that you like try to like write yourself out because you're like you think you're five nine and your life is like over or some shit. Like there's like dating apps are going to be harder because you're like in a massive pool of guys with a smaller pool of women. So obviously the women are going to be way more selective there. But I mean, like there's plenty of guys in real life that are like five seven five yeah. six even that date like really hot girls and you can find them like yeah just yeah like, realistically if you want an actual easy guide um there's three easy steps if you're short uh one 
stream on Twitch and have a thousand plus viewers. Uh, two, have a lot of money, or three, um, have a big Sorry. dick. If you have Sorry. one of those three, you should be fine. Um, until you hit a certain age where the maturity outweighs the superficial and uh, you know shallow, um, you know. Uh, expectations that you know different people should have based on you know uh, preconceived notions of different genders and sizes and shit like that right um, so basically just have a big dick be rich or have a lot of viewers until you hit probably I'd say 28 29 30 and at that age you know maturity takes over and uh, personality is all that matters so oh, yeah that's why it doesn't work. Never mind. yeah yeah, yeah if, it, if it's any constellation I've probably I've probably heard more women just say they don't really give a shit that much about height versus women who prioritize it like, I have heard the taller one before that most women just like want a guy that's like one or two inches tall. Yeah, no, they don't really. Yeah, yeah, most of that shit that you see online, where it's like if you're if you're tall, if you're shorter than six one, you know, kill yourself. That's just that's just a woman like fucking around. They're just trying to they're just trying to engage with farm or like you know yeah. make someone feel bad. I wouldn't stress about it. I'd be curious to know like. uh like um desire for specific qualities by age like you know what i mean like in your 20s what are you looking for and then as you get older like how do they shift or how do they change like you become wiser and realize that none of none of that shit really matters you know what i mean be curious to have any of you tried being attractive <laughs> i hear or, i usually hear that works pretty well slasher <laughs> shave that fucking head of hair of yours before you talk about attraction okay boy <laughs> it literally looks like you're about to pour all of us a fucking Wait, cup of punch and we're all about to fucking die. Okay, that's what it looks like. You're, it looks like you're, you're one step away. Fan. You're not saying this to S fan. I find this very anti-Semitic right now, Trainwrecks. I cannot believe you're. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Slasher is the first streamer sponsored by the ADL. Absolutely incredible. Uh oh. Wait, do, I got, do I got you that stream now, Slasher? Do you stream now? Uh, no, no, I'm. Uh, Wait, I saw you streaming. You do. No. Was that was I dreaming or were you streaming? I could have swore I saw you streaming. I'm ten thousand subs away from ten thousand. Yeah, subs don't. Uh, uh, you're not even partnered to have subs. Hey, what do you guys think of uh, bathtub births? I don't get them. I don't, there, I don't understand it. Did one happen? Is, he, is that, is that, that literally? <laughs> thank you, S fan. Is that literally just what it sounds like, just giving birth in a bathtub? Yeah, it's generally the implication, I think, is you're not using like an epidural, like no medication or anything. You just want to do like a natural birth. And what some people say the easiest way to do it is in like a bathtub if you go that route. Do you bottle? I just think it's, I, I don't get it. I the, what, what Most people's bathtubs are fucking filthy. It's a terrible idea. Manuel, would you call it bath water or birth water? Uh... I don't know, birth Do you think, do you think somebody, know. do you think there's anyone it's who would sell gamer girl birth water? Birth water, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Sorry, dude, that was disgusting. <laughs> well, my, my, like, my, my wife, she had the, the, our daughter, the natural way, and I, she didn't give birth in the bathtub, but I know, like, she was going back from the bathtub to the bed, and, because it would help her a lot, like, relax yeah. in the bath, and, like. Yeah, because some people are on that big, like, natural thing, they want yeah, to do, she, like, no drugs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she wanted to do it, like, she did it the whole natural way, but, wow. but it helped her a lot to go Back and forth. Okay, and welcome in, uh, Moon Moon. Hassan, welcome in, brother. Um, what's up, dude? What's, what's up, up, dude? dude? Chapo, hey, buddy. Chapo, this is Hassan. Hassan Chapo. Felix is uh, Felix is a Turkish brother of mine, an honorary yeah. Turk. We welcome to the. We welcome him. Wait, so is he planet. Turkish? Nah, nah. In his heart, he is. In his heart, well, I mean, he is. Well, Turks say that like anyone they like is Turkish. <laughs> yes. 
It's true. Abraham Lincoln was Turkish. You guys were the first hoteps. Yeah. You have the most insane theories for just everyone being Turkish. But I my do. Gran- I my that. grandfather, very seriously, a well-read man, very seriously claims Native Americans are Turks. I've they never are- heard that one. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, he he will get into haplo groups and talk about how native like the Turkics traveled went over the the like the Arctic permafrost yeah uh, and and they they became Native Americans yeah okay great I mean, so no. uh, <laughs> anyway it is it is Turkish lore though yeah everyone's Turkish shit yeah so um with everybody here I like to announce um guys. At 100 subs gifted, I'll be voting for Bernie. 200 subs gifted, I'll be voting for Trump. 300 subs, I'll be voting for uh, for Bloomberg. And 400, I'll be running myself. So, hey, guys, uh, I'm just letting you know now. You want to win me over? It's that simple, you know, baby. Bloomberg hey. is paying for uh, influencers now. He might give those subs to you himself if you reach out to his campaign, my dude. Sure, he's not even kidding. I think I could literally probably get Bloomberg to pay you a ton of money to promote him. You I had so? my manager reach out. Hell yeah. That dude's fucking throwing money, all sorts of money around. You might Really, well dude? Yo, yep. Devin, hit him up, dude. Devin, hit him up for me, dude. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not even kidding. That'd be great. I'm dead serious. Wait. Hit him up, dude. Fuck it, dude. This guy's 61. Do you actually believe the message? Uh, well, Dude, I think what that the advertising flyers he had, the campaign he was working through, you have to be genuine and you have to believe what you're saying or whatever. Like they have like all those standard lines, but you could sell a trend. Dude, the, the only message I need here is listen, dude. Listen, I'm gonna take the words out of Destiny's mouth. Hey, I'm a goddamn capitalist, okay, dude. Listen, hey, that's the only message I need. Hey, bring it. Okay, is wait, everyone wait, got, save me and laugh from that? No, okay. Blo- Bloomberg, wait, wait. Bloomberg hired Fire Festival promoters to make his campaign memes. Damn. The ads from influencers are designed to make Bloomberg look quote cool. Nice. I mean, when you have this much money, you're probably in every kind of advertising. He's probably just shotgunning it. He's dropping. He's dropping ten to thirty k on on those memes. What's his total? What's his total like? Spend? I don't know what his total ad spend he's, is on memes alone, yeah. but he's at three hundred and sixty million, I believe, across the board on just Super Tuesday states. How does that yeah. compare with like other candidates? <laughs> it's not even close. It fucking blows it out of the water. I mean, Bloomberg, Bloomberg is spending at the rate of four point five million dollars a day. No one can really keep up that pace. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it historically accurate that people that spend more money on campaigns get more, like, get have a higher, much higher chance at winning? Ninety-four percent of the time, the side that spends more money uh, wins uh, the election. But it yeah, feels like, do people so, like know who Bloomberg is? Like, well, they've seen the ads. Yeah. Generally, yeah. generally, generally, like voters are familiar with him. I mean, he was a three-term mayor of New York. He's been sort of a national figure. Uh, he's polling like decently in some places. Some people think that's sort of a placeholder effect where. When people don't know who they're going to vote for, they'll just give you the name of the person they recognize the most. And that's sort of what happened with Biden before his actual performance collapsed. People couldn't pick who they actually wanted to vote for. So they're like, uh, uh, fuck it, Joe Biden. And it turned out none of those people showed up. Yeah. The other the other problem is that when you run $300 million worth of ads for yourself, you're basically selling a product that's uncontested. So not a single person, like if he was going into debates... If he was actually having a conversation, if the media was like actually looking at, you know, Bloomberg's track record accurately, there would at least be a conversation about like his faults. But right now, it it's virtually as though he's going into every news network and saying, I'm the fucking best. 
and not a single person is actually providing any sort of retort towards that. Um, so, so it's uncontested. It's just free. It's just free. Great positive messaging for Michael Bloomberg everywhere you go. Well, Hassan, um, don't, don't you think they're they're sort of? I don't know. It's maybe a little conspiracy theory, but I, I believe it a little. I feel like they kind of they had it their way. They Bloomberg's team, Bloomberg himself, keeps him out a few of the debates. I mean, like the sort of sleek, hyper hyper spendy way that he's getting his name out there seems to be achieving its immediate goals for them. But like you put this guy, this five, four man who's completely fucking unlikable in every way and has just like a ton of political baggage, ton of personal baggage. It starts to, at a certain point, you can't spend your way past the ceiling. Right. Yeah. Once you get people from yeah. other campaigns were pushing to even have him on the debate stage next. Yeah. And like, if you've seen the way that he answers questions about his past, man, if you thought Pete fucked up some of his answers, holy shit. Bloomberg is like shuffling his papers around like a kid who's being asked to turn in his math homework and he didn't do the assignment. Like, it's so fucking embarrassing. Like, watching him try to answer some of the questions about like his record in New York. Yikes. What happens right. when people start asking him about Epstein? I mean, the networks won't. Well, you don't even have. I mean, like, I don't know if the, yeah. I don't think the networks will touch that. But like, you don't the even have to go to. Like, yeah. You don't even have to go to those types of questions to like have him like fumble around. It seems like he's not really good. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Gonna, yeah. Can we? Are you I, deleting this vod? I don't want to fuck up my Bloomberg sponsorship train. So oh, right. right, right. Oh, no. I was about to tell you. I, you I like that. I like that Democrats basically looked at Donald Trump and they were like, "Yeah, he's like kind of racist billionaire guy." You know, and, and, you know, there was a bunch of sexual harassment cases around him. Like, he's just like a crude dude. And they were like, let's, let's go and, let's go and find our very own who is even worse than Donald Trump leading up to like. He's a foot shorter and has never said anything funny. That's true. At least Donald Trump is a sassy bitch. Like, I I say this all the time. He's like an entertaining guy. He was a reality TV star. Um, Michael Bloomberg doesn't even have that factor. I mean, he's not even charismatic. He's just like technocratic, authoritarian, conservative. It's terrible. Worst kind of conservative there is. Yeah. So, uh, Manuel, who are you voting for, dude, uh, in France? I've heard uh, in Europe they brought a socialist in. So I guess Europe's ready for the socialist. Is America. What do you think, Manuel? Uh, I, it's, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what happened in France was uh, the exact opposite of what happened here in America. And uh, French people decided to go with Macron. Which, right, I mean, it, out of the two choices they had was the best choice. But right now, what's going on in France is just so bad that mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, fucking, it's really bad. I mean, like, like everyone's in the street rioting and mm-hmm. uh, every other week there is a new, like, community we- going on. Not community, like, like, like uh, Manuel, we have our very own Macron as well. Uh, his name is Pete Buttigieg. I mean, he he didn't. I mean, unlike Macron, uh, he he didn't marry like his his teacher his or teacher. whatever. But yeah. but his his style and his substance and his uh, policies are very similar. His worldview is very similar to Macron's. I mean, listen, I might have to step back here, Manuel, and I might have to use some of the radical left's tactics on their on themselves. Listen, if you don't support Buttigieg, uh, uh, Chapo, Hassan, or Destiny, you're fucking homophobes. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Okay, you're fucking homophobic. That's all I got to say here. Okay, so vote Buddha vote judge or you are homophobic. I that think, is the main I message. Think, I think both Felix and myself have established ourselves as both homophobic and uh, misogynistic <laughs> by advocating for Bernie Sanders instead of making the way for a gay man or a woman. Yeah, the first, the first woman of color who ever taught at Harvard. First, 
Thank you. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, Ryan Lockwood, I'm going to include everyone here in Lockwood. If you could, if you had a speed run this election, um, who would you say wins this? And by what margin? <sighs> I don't know. I'd probably say, I don't know. It's kind of been like a shit show. I, I myself, I will state that I am like pretty much apolitical. I haven't really been paying much attention. Um, Most of America. I would say, I don't know. I'd, I mean, Trump's a powerhouse. I mean, I'd probably say Trump would probably win again. Really? Interesting. Whoa, 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 I didn't whoa, think it'd right. be you in this podcast sparking the controversy. I don't think no. that's even a controversial take. Right oh, now. we have a double back up here. No, you got a triple. I don't think so either. I don't think anyone in here would disagree that Trump has a really real shot at winning the presidential election. I don't think anybody would think that. Like, he absolutely does. Wait, yeah, he's man, been fundraising since his inauguration. He's a fucking powerhouse. Wait, uh, are 95% supporting the Republican Party currently? His mm -hmm. support in the Republican Party hasn't gone uh, beneath 80% since the first day of his presidency. Republicans absolutely love him. The economy's doing well from the metrics that we analyze the economy uh, economy from. Uh, yeah, Trump is Trump is looking very good right now. I think the impeachment stuff probably galvanizes base a little bit as well. It's going to be very hard to defeat Donald Trump. I don't think Democrats realize how how much how much do the debates like how much do you think that affects whether or not a guy makes it or not? Like, do you think that's the like that's the final stand? Like, if you crush the no. debates, are you winning? Like, no, no. no. nothing. No. Really, Hillary, Hillary beat Trump. Not even remotely. Debate, probably huh. every single time. It didn't matter. Well, you say beat in a debate, but different people look for different things on the debate stage, right? Right, but I'm I'm, I'm talking about like from a charismatic perspective, like the, the person that's most charismatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you want to feel like the guy on stage is like talking to you, and Trump did a really good job at like telling right. it like he is. You know? Yeah. Wait, are you guys saying that Bloomberg's memes aren't amazing and that's the reason you're going to vote for him? I can't believe I think here's here's what really matters about debates. Okay. Some people get favorable coverage from media because they are political animals and the media likes them or whatever. They know how to play the game. Other people don't. So debates are an opportunity for them to, one, generate controversy in a name for themselves, kind of like clipping LSF. This is the way I describe it to my audience all the time. Like, Bernie Sanders needs to say something that'll get him clipped on LSF. That'll be controversial, but that'll get people on LSF to like him. Okay. Huh. Um, so this is their opportunity. This is the political candidate's opportunity to get clipped out on LSF. The other reason why it's good also is because a lot of more people are watching uh, the debates. So if you are a candidate and you haven't really gotten a lot of coverage, whether it's positive or negative or no coverage whatsoever, the debates are an opportunity where you can actually make a name for yourself and actually represent your policies honestly. Yeah, the I mean, I think a lot of the Klobuchar surge that we've seen has been a bit of a media creation, but credit where credit's due, where credit's due she kind of pulled that out by, you know, getting clips at the debate. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, well, she also would get like 19 minutes of speaking time in every debate. She was like number yeah. two or number three every debate. Every single person in media has a fucking boner for her. I don't know why. They want. They want her to. They want her to do the uh, Amazonian straddle on them. They yeah. want to be abused by a mean woman. That's what every journalist wants. They want to. They want to the get slapped around with a stapler or a comb. So, <laughs> so when when Trump is on stage and he's like talking, he's not making a really good coherent argument that everyone's oh like uh huh that makes a lot of sense. I agree with that. People like him because of the way that he talks 
and yeah. the way that he argues he's not making like real points and that's the reason that you well you have to be right. careful because you're, you're loading this with a lot of assumptions like when you say he's not making a lot of really good points he is to people that are listening for a different type of yeah, thing sure sure like if you're planning for some like logically deductively internally consistent argument that is like sourced from facts and whatever like that's not yeah, what but, gonna do. The, but if you're looking for a guy to yeah if, you, if he talks and he sounds like he knows your struggle and he sounds like he's not afraid to stick it to the establishment then he's making really fucking good points like that's all a lot of his supporters listen so to. so do you think the debate moments are more of like a media hype thing do you think they don't matter as much as we think they do like like the clinton moment right when he played the side it, it probably matters more how the media covers the debate than the actual i think i think debates are much more important generally with primary voters and general election voters i think a big reason for the trump surge uh in the republican primary last time around part of it was that he his people were very good at getting free media coverage, just getting them to cover every rally, every event, every every crazy thing he said. But another part of that was his performance at the debates. Republican voters loved seeing him just steamroll who they came to see as 16 losers. I think in the general election, I mean, people now, when you talk about the 2016 election, when you talk about the debates, people talk about individual moments, like the Trump pacing around the chair weirdly or like when he said, uh, you know, he said he was going to put Hillary in jail to her face. But if you actually went back and watched them, like he did fucking terrible. He seemed like he was asleep at the wheel, you know, regardless of what I feel about her, you'd have to say that Hillary Clinton outright won those debates. But that isn't really what that wasn't really the important thing that undecided voters or people who didn't vote took away from them. Hmm. Yeah, I just want to add one more thing about how, like, Trump talks. I think one of the main reasons why Trump is so, like, liked is because he talks in a very, like, simple way. Yeah. You know what I mean? He never uses, like, incredible vocabulary or anything. And he's rhetorically... Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he's rhetorically he's very effective. He's, he's similar to Bernie. He has like his few campaign slogans, and then he hits on them over and over and over again, and they vibe with people super fucking hard, and people love that shit. Like nobody wants to hear a detailed like policy analysis of like foreign policy or some shit. Like right. people just want to hear the fucking build the wall, tax the one percent, whatever. Like people want to hear like their slogans, and that makes people like vibe like super hard with your message. And you literally have an example in real life that unfolded right in front of us of what Destiny's talking about with the comparison between Bernie's campaign and Warren's campaign. One of the biggest issues with Warren's campaign was that she went in depth, like, and tried to describe the the actual policies and and how she would lay them out. Whereas Bernie Sanders very often uh, is is rhetorically more advanced than Elizabeth Warren, and he'll just say, "No, we're just going to pay for it. We're going to find a way to pay for it." And, and it's going to work out and it is much more, it's much more simple. It's much more effective than actually getting into the weeds of policy and having people endlessly deliberate on like whether or not these, uh, the, the, the taxing vehicle is going to work on Elizabeth Warren's plans. It was, it was bad politics. Yeah, look at yeah. any time in a debate when somebody tries to talk about numbers. I think Biden did it a couple of times. He's like, well, actually, we're going to have a, a 20% tax on people earning more than 150,000. Like, it's a nightmare. Like, as soon as you've uttered, like, two different numbers, like, people's minds are already lost. And it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? You know? Hey, hey, Train, <laughs> Train, you don't really follow this so in-depthly as much as, like, Hassan or Felix or Destiny. What is your general impression to someone who kind of, like, follows along? And we have these discussions on this show, but you're not really, like... <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think that uh, that 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 uh, what's that one candidate? Columba Columba Barch. What's her name? <laughs> Klobuchar. Yeah. Klobuchar. Klobuchar, dude. Klobuchar. Hey, Klobuchar. dude. Klobuchar, dude. Shit, man. Klobuchar. 
Dude, to me, when I see her, dude, I think of, I'm thinking like middle school, high school, that one substitute teacher that comes in, dude, you're thinking it's going to be a nice, easy day, but no, dude, she has fucking six different assignments ready for you, seven homework, eight different fucking goddamn study guides, six pop quizzes, like fuck, dude, that's terrible. So that's my assessment of her. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's the only person you thought about. Wow, you are truly woke, dude. You have changed. Yeah. Wow. Like, do, do you have strong feelings either way about Bernie or Trump, or are you just trying to stay away from it because you didn't want to? You know. Here's my opinion. Put, okay. Put your off I think. Way. Here's what it comes down to. Okay. Here's it's it's so it's 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 as easy as this. Okay. So hypothetically speaking, if Bernie wins the uh, 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 the ticket. Okay. Here's what it is. Is America ready for Bernie? Is are they ready for socialism? Are they ready for that? If they're ready, then he will be a powerhouse and he will beat Trump. If they're not ready, he will lose. And Trump will use the social the, the socialist uh, 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 shit against him and scare America, hate monger, and absolutely destroy him. It's that simple. That's my take. I, I think the biggest thing for Bernie, I mean, it, it's pretty stupid to make a one-to-one comparison with the British election because Brexit was such a defining issue in that in the... 2019 British general election. But I think something that hurt Corbyn, even if you remove Brexit, is the British media was able to make the average voter feel like Corbyn wasn't on their side. My opinion, that's not true at all. But that it, I think the danger for Bernie is if they could turn him into an enemy like they did for, for uh, Corbyn. So far, I think in this primary, they haven't been super successful at, at it. But We've yet to see how the American media will treat Bernie in a general, but I feel like I feel like he's he doesn't fall into as many traps as Corbin did, so to speak. But it's something to think about. Train, does Bernie seem like a crazy person to you? No. Yeah, he's earnest. That's yeah. like that is that is one thing that I think he has over every single other candidate is that he doesn't seem like your run of the mill politician. He is, he, he tells you how it is and he's been advocating for the same positions for fucking 60 years at this point. He literally looked the same in, in the sixties. He still looked like he was 78 years old. Um, and people like that. I think people genuinely respond to that because it represents something different from what they're used to. Um, that, that he is an honest dude and he's a consistent dude. He has a good personality type for it too. He's kind of stoic he can channel emotion when he needs to he doesn't joke a lot but he understands jokes he laughs easily he's he he doesn't he see he doesn't seem weak to people a big problem with corbin was he seemed weak to people for whatever you know billion unfair reasons for why we perceive people the way we do bernie does not scan as weak to even the most like politically non-activated people i've talked to I also think that the American media and train will probably agree with this. And most people on this panel will agree with this as well. The American media is horrifically incompetent. So Mm -hmm. like the British media are a bunch of fucking vampire ghouls. Like they are very good. They're calculated. They come together and they release pieces uh, that are absolutely insane, but they do it uh, in a systematic fashion and they're able to completely control the narrative. Whereas the American media, does that a little bit they try to do it but like what you end up having is fucking chris matthews like crying about bernie sanders uh thinking that bernie sanders is going to execute him on central park or more than uh the british media 
what they end up doing is like they'll smear him as a sexist or they'll smear him as a racist or whatever like they did in 2016 and it is not as effective as a weapon as liberals think it is now uh and one of the examples that i can point to now is like how the hillary clinton thing backfired on them when um hillary clinton said bernie sanders is unlikable nobody likes bernie sanders nobody in congress likes bernie sanders which is all false and uh and and after he said that uh, after she said that rather sorry like people didn't um, people didn't really respond to that positively. Uh, people, I, I, Bernie probably got more support off of that, if you ask me. Like, it doesn't work that way anymore. The scolding in American media is not as successful as uh, it could have been in, like, 2014 at the peak of this shit. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. I think that one of the biggest... A moment we may look back on years from now as a very important cultural moment was... I don't know if you guys uh, saw this, but when... Bernie went on Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan later, when Bernie wasn't on, ended up like endorsing him. The Bernie campaign tweeted it out from there. Yeah, we took it on. Yeah, yeah. So when the Bernie campaign just let everyone get mad about that, let everyone on sort of the anti-Bernie liberal side uh, try to hang Rogan around their neck and just were like, okay, just didn't say anything, didn't try to distance themselves. That was a huge cultural moment because since 2014, uh, there's been this very cynical use of identity politics by by the media that, you know, I think if this had happened then, yeah, absolutely, you could probably get him to disavow him. But I think the tide has turned a little bit. And people are getting sick of it. And we may look back on this and see this as kind of a death knell for that. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit, dude. It's bullshit. I personally, I, I get this from the from the liberals, which Train thinks in, incorrectly are like the radical left, as he calls them. I get this from the right all the fucking time, as I'm sure every single person on this panel has seen. And, and I'm telling you, like, it's it's just this kind of cultivated, manufactured outrage has lost its spark. And mm -hmm. people no longer respond to it in the way that they did. They're no longer as excited to be like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like, you know, we should fucking cancel this guy. It doesn't, it's not as, as as successful as it is. And I think in many ways, um, the liberal media getting together to try to defend Michael Bloomberg after his long career of doing shit that Donald Trump did leading up to the presidency, as a matter of fact, in much worse terms, kind of shows how cynical all of that was. Wait, kind where is the media liberals ever were all just fucking Bloomberg. liars and, and totally cynical and weaponizing all this like, SJW identity stuff that they claim to care about when in fact they genuinely don't. I don't think the I don't think the media is trying to defend Bloomberg. Most of the interviews I've seen with Bloomberg have been pretty fucking harsh so far. He did one on MSNBC where he got grilled pretty hard for his past. A lot of the questions he's taken from reporters have been like really hardcore too. Like I haven't seen any favorability given to media unless you're saying just him running ads on the channel is No, I'm talking about the pundits. I'm talking about MSNBC pundits like Joanne Reed comparing him to uh, FDR. Even after, and, and Joanne Reed, the day before, actually had more critical takes about uh, the, the original recording from Aspen. But um, for the most part, they bring on, um, throughout the entire day, they bring on people that literally used to work for him or still work for him uh, and allow them to defend him. This is how they continue to push back against it, even if they're not directly um, well, saying, if we, like, of course, that's standard practice. Of course, you bring in people from the campaign to like answer. No, no, no some not things. campaign. I'm talking like 
CNN's analyst, for example, uh, will have worked on Bloomberg, like will have uh, will have worked with Bloomberg at, at a certain point at Bloomberg. And then now she is the CNN analyst, like the person on CNN who is now defending Michael Bloomberg as a paid CNN contributor used to work with Michael Bloomberg and is defending Michael Bloomberg. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah but I think that's pretty, so that's, again, that's still pretty standard. Like, there's a lot of, like, interplay between a lot of these political organizations. I mean, like, if you've worked on some campaign, you've got a higher chance of being on some media program, or if you've been in some campaign, you're probably going to work for some polling place. Like, it's, it's pretty standard that, like, people are going to be working around. Um, I mean, like, during the last election cycle with the whole Trump shit, um, e even on CNN, you had, you know, people that were Corey brought in Lewandowski, who had a fucking NDA. And, and was not allowed to speak ill of Donald Trump. And CNN still hired him to do political punditry on their platform when he was legally obligated to speak positively about Donald Trump. Yeah, these guys are fucking terrible. I, I, I agree. Uh -huh. I mean, at this rate, we could find complaints about every single major media organization, whether it's TV or in print or on the web. Someone has some concern about all of them. I mean, I'm usually usually on the side of defending journalism, but in some ways uh, for people in the center on the, and on the right and a lot of Bernie supporters, there's a considerable portion of people on the left who really use identity politics to always be the main topic of discussion whenever they're covering something. And usually it causes them to miss the, the, the point a lot of the time to the detriment of the left. And it usually is left-leaning people who have this problem. Yeah, the right does it too, but it, it, the right usually isn't weaponizing identity politics to make a point most of the time. They do a bunch of other fucked up things. Don't yeah, they, I, I, they use like veterans, yes. like they use like American exceptionalism, shit like that. Christianity, white people are under attack, that sort of stuff for the most. Zion, part. Yeah, right even John had the largest voting book. Sorry, God. Uh, yeah, no, right wing Zionism or Zionism in, actually in, at all. Yeah, sure. That's one of the most True. powerful right wing identity politics movements there is today like, yeah we we just don't choose to, we don't we just don't choose to see it as identity politics but i mean like yeah all the look, look at donald trump jr's entire output it's all like right-wing identity politics like oh you know i'm the i'm the type of guy who fucking goes to a crossfit gym and drives a truck i'm not a pussy who drinks gay soy it's just it's the same thing it's the same type of shit like politics is consumption consumption is identity same bullshit yeah well that's partially because when it comes to things that that pertain to the material things that would genuinely change your life or impact your life in a meaningful fashion like tax cuts or deregulations or additional regulations or stopping endless wars things like that um, both parties are pretty much uh, aligned uh, on the same political spectrum. Their goals are, their their stated goals might be different, but the outcomes usually are very similar. Um, evidence of this is Barack Obama solidifying Bush era tax cuts for the wealthy, for example, um, or um, yeah, or, or or even again Barack Obama seeking to cut uh, social security benefits uh, entitlements with uh, Joe Biden in 2012 after his re-election. Like, these are supposed to be right-wing positions, but they're routinely pushed by uh, liberal politicians as well. So what do you have as an average voter? The only thing you have left in your hand is to argue over meaningless cultural issues like, uh, as uh, Felix pointed out, do you drink gay soy or not? Or, you know, uh, do you love your cops? Do you love your troops? 
Um, you know, that sort of shit. Yeah, there's an entire cop identity politics movement. Like, it's fucking hilarious. It's the, like, there's a movement of, like, yeah, cops who go on TikTok and their entire thing is that they're the most oppressed people in the world. Like, anything that you could say about the most hysterical, like, fucking blue-haired college student who's screaming at Ben Shapiro or whatever is, like, also true about, like, any time you say anything about a cop online. (laughs) Yeah, cops are vets. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't agree with selling the idea that the left and the right are politically the same. Um, I mean, like, meaningless cultural issues to you is, like, gay marriage or abortion to some other people. Like, that seems like a little bit reductive to try to insinuate that from a policy point of view, Democrats and Republicans hold the same positions. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think gay uh, marriage is a meaningless cultural issue. What I'm referencing is, like, Starbucks or wars or Christianity on the right. And on the left, it would be things that are... Um, things that are not uh, things that are not genuinely advocated for. Gay marriage is actually a perfect example. Democrats not genuinely advocating for gay marriage until it's uh, viable for all of them to do so is a good representation of this. They still turned around and talked about how Bernie Sanders was not intersectional enough in a shameless manner in 2016. Meanwhile, my man was in uh, my man was advocating for LGBT rights in fucking 1986. Uh, you know what I mean? So I mean, that's, that's great that he was doing that, but him advocating for civil rights didn't do anything. It was Obama putting Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court that actually got it changed. Like, it's nice to hold, like, the purity political positions, but at the end of the day, if you can't get any of that legislation passed or any of those people in office, it means fuck all. Like, there are plenty of people besides Bernie Sanders that advocated for gay rights, but it took a Democrat in office nominating a Supreme Court justice with a Senate of Democrats that was actually able to get some change, like, actually push through for the gay people in the United States. Like, I'm sure gay people are really thrilled that Bernie was doing whatever the fuck in, in the 80s, but like in terms of actually getting gay marriage passed, that took like real political power to do so. No, you're I right. Want, I, I, yeah. Activism is not as important as, as uh, allowing gay marriage to finally uh, pass through once it's politically viable. You're correct. It's actually it, it's actually better that way. Yeah, we I don't want to... Wanna... Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say we should wait. Um, people like immigrants, for example, that have their rights removed from them, like they should just wait. Um, they should just wait, you know, their time will come eventually when the neoliberal establishment decides it's okay. It's politically viable for them to do so. What was it? Felix, go ahead. All right. Yeah. Not to, not, uh, I want to clarify before I say this, I'm not saying that Bernie Sanders is responsible for gay marriage, but things like, you know, the mayor of Burlington, other, other forces making this a cause is what makes an issue not radioactive to begin with. I mean, if you really want, yeah. If you really want to draw this out, yeah, you could you could make you could make the argument that yeah, Obama putting justices on the Supreme Court, blah blah blah. But Democrats were very clearly content to just let that issue die in the vine or be against it. Actually, sign a national law prohibiting gay marriage, as Bill Clinton did, unless people actually moved the window on it. Yeah, of course. It's two sides of different coins. But like, what do you, do you want to be a politician or do you want to be an activist? Like, these are two fundamentally different positions. Like, we wouldn't expect everybody, you know, in the Democratic Congress to become an activist and just cede all of their seats to Republican in every district. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, fundamentally, I think that as a politician, you can lead a little bit, but like, you have to follow like the needle a bit as well. Like, you can't just do some radical shit as a politician. You'll just lose 
everything. And then at the end of the day, you get nothing done. Like, I, I think that it's OK to recognize the difference in these two jobs. And just because politicians don't want to be activists and sacrifice actual political power for their positions doesn't mean that they're the same as the Republicans, which is well, markedly luckily, the most popular politicians in the country right now are all politicians that you would consider to be activists. Maybe the time is right for them to be this way. Or maybe people are very upset with politicians being politicians for far too long. So now they are looking for a change of pace for politicians to be genuinely activists. I don't know. I just that's just where I'm coming from with this. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you look at politicians who are straight politicians, uh, it, 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 at least with like Senate favorability ratings, Bernie Sanders tracks a little bit higher than all of those guys. So. Well, but I mean, like if we look at the lion's share of the votes right now in the Democratic primaries are going to moderates. Right. Klobuchar. Do you genuinely think that moderates is a, is an actual ideological position? Like, do you think that there is a genuine moderate ideological position within the Democratic constituency? And if so, could you define that perhaps for me? Like, are they looking for tax credits only? Are they saying that we just want uh, public health care? Because if you look at exit poll data from New Hampshire and also Iowa, you will very quickly realize that the Democratic voter base is fucking insane. I mean, they're they're insane. They vote. Like Wait, but asshole. that's not true people for the like for the mo people. for the majority of people that didn't vote for Bernie. They said that the, one of the big things was that a lot of people felt that he was too far left for their positions. That's and if really you, look at you say that because 61 percent of people in New Hampshire literally said in the exit polls that they were interested in letting go of their private insurance for government insurance. That's so great that they said that it, but New Hampshire was also a district that, that Bernie track? won by. How does that track with Bernie's vote percentage? Bernie got I mean, how does it track that Bernie crushed Hillary Clinton when he did New Hampshire and he barely lost out to a moderate? Pete splitting the vote between great two question. other moderates. Do you want to answer that? Well, let me Democratic, guess. It's the voter suppression of college students, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the Democratic Party yeah. fucking absolutely hates Hillary Clinton, which is why they voted against Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders was popular. Bernie Sanders' message resonated with a lot of people. But beyond that, the most important thing was people were voting absolutely out of spite because they fucking hated institutional corruption, which Hillary Clinton manifested as a as a person, like as an individual. This is why, then Clinton why did she just otherwise the primary process why with would, Bernie? Otherwise, why would so many people vote? Otherwise, why would so many people vote for the other person? Wait, what, this and, doesn't track with with any of the Democratic parties voting during the primaries. Hillary crushed Bernie. What do you mean? What are you talking about? In, in, in 2016, Hillary Clinton absolutely crushed Bernie. Where do, do you get this idea that Democrats hated Hillary? Bernie well, was unpopular with, with minorities then. He's still pretty unpopular with the black vote now. Like, what do you, where is this idea? Wait, that wait, Democrats wait, wait, wait. You just, you, are, you, are, you, are you mixing up your, your data or something? Did you just say... Bernie Sanders was unpopular with the minorities then and is unpopular with minorities African, now. African, I'm sorry, not minorities. I have to say African-Americans because you guys like lump, all, lump them all together. But yeah, with African-Americans, yeah, of course. Bernie's always had popularity issues with the African-American crowd, mm -hmm. which he still has problems today. African-Americans are conservative voters, naturally. They oftentimes go for the electability argument that that is pushed by mainstream media outlets. It's, of course, someone like Hillary Clinton who wasn't necessarily super well-liked on the ground, with the exception of the southern states with uh, reliable black constituencies, was going to, uh, was not necessarily going to poll super well uh, or or was okay, well-liked so, within the Democratic Party, and, but was was so voted it, for by African-American constituencies. Okay, so everybody that likes your candidate is like a is a well-informed voter, but everybody that no, didn't like your candidate not. was brainwashed by the media? Okay, wait, where's no. this idea that... That, that blacks were just susceptible to media advertising. And that's why they didn't come out in droves and support Bernie Sanders. I did not say that. I said black black boomers specifically are the most reliable voting block in the Democratic Party, specifically black women, older. Mm -hmm. And they are conservative voters. 
they vote for electability. That's the most important metric for them. This is evidenced by the fact that they didn't even want to vote for Barack Obama before the Iowa uh, victory. As a matter of fact, there were black caucus members who had endorsed Hillary Clinton. They didn't want to vote for Kamala Harris or Cory Booker either. This is because sure. they go for whoever the media is portraying as the most electable. Then beyond that, there is also the 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 institutional control that the Democratic Party has in southern states. I mean, it's a political machine out there where whatever candidate they put forward is probably going to be the number one candidate. It's very hard to break. That's why it's called the firewall. And uh, millions of dollars of ad spend has barely allowed Tom Steyer to make a dent in that in that uh, firewall in South Carolina, even after Joe Biden's support has fucking hemorrhaged uh, on the national scale because of his disastrous performance in the first two states. Um, I, I, I think, don't know what that I, has to do with Bernie not being popular with African-Americans, but OK. Um, if, uh, if you are not getting positive media coverage at all, and Felix can uh, get in on this as well, but if you're not getting positive media coverage at all, and you are relatively lesser known in 2016 as Bernie Sanders was, he had no name recognition whatsoever and very little media coverage, and the entirety of the media is using you as a spoiler, using superdelegates as a metric uh, for Hillary Clinton's already perceived victory before the race even began, then yeah, of course, they were going to go for the electability candidate, which they thought Hillary Clinton was, just like they think Joe Biden was. Uh, go on, Felix. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say to, to 2016, a big issue that Bernie had was that he did, he his, he wasn't really in it to win it until it was too late. And by too yeah. late, I mean after Iowa. Uh, he did not have the infrastructure to compete in the South. He did not, like, what he has now, the army he has now, was not built then. Uh, but to go back a little bit to New Hampshire, I mean, there is there is some sort of brain damage that goes on to the Democratic Party when there is an incumbent Republican they're running against, where they become too clever by half. A lot of the a lot of Democrats in the primary process will think themselves to death over who their fellow Americans would elect in a general election. Uh, it, with Pete, you saw that a shit ton of his support. I forget the exact number, but a huge portion were just people who came up with that while they when they went to the voting booth. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest obstacle for burning the primary more than anything. He's far, 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 doing far better uh, with black voters and minority voters in general than he was in 2016 and has a way better uh, infrastructure for all of this. He's actually... 100% has been trying to win since the beginning, not sort of wandering out there after announcing on his lunch break in 2015. The infrastructure uh, is definitely uh, better, but like the, the inroads to the black community don't seem to have been made yet. Like it's still support that he's waffling really hard on and Democrats haven't been able to win without that vote since like the 80s. Like I think he's- Are you, are, 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 are you saying that he's he's waffling on support for the black community or are you saying that it's- the black community support him as well. Doesn't seem to be coming oh, no, no. together. The, the, the black support, some... yeah, it doesn't seem to be supporting him as much. That, like, I think he's still around, like, around it's anywhere from twelve to seventeen percent based on what I've seen recently. But it's still trailing, like, really hard. I think he's even Let behind Warren. Me... I think with African Americans, and they're really far Ooh. behind Biden. Sometimes. I mean, I mean, look, I, as someone who like looks at this from kind of afar, is not you know political journalist or whatever, it kind of really still seems like Bernie is having trouble really connecting with a larger portion of black voters. 
And it feels like you can't ignore that that is real. He might have a lot of young black uh, support and he's really getting people like under 29 and under, under 35. But he is having trouble connecting with that community. And it does feel like well, he's, too- he's having trouble connecting with, as Hassan said, like older black voters. And he has a problem in general with older voters. Let me sorry. I'm trying to pull up this exact poll I saw today. Wait, by, by the way, S fan, what are you that? making? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. S fan, what are you making? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I have a <laughs> center cut Atlantic salmon, but it's frozen. So I don't know if I can. Can I just like put this in the microwave or something? I got. I'm not sure. <laughs> I I would not microwave that. Yeah. Well, how do I how do I get it to not be cold? I Hot thought water. I frosted. Hot Maybe water. Warm, warm water. Yeah, warm yeah. water in the sink. L- lukewarm. All right. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know what numbers you've seen recently, but the newest morning consult poll has Biden at 34 percent and Sanders at 30 percent. That's markedly better than 26. That would be a massive uptick of of what I've Not seen necessarily. recently. It, well, yes, it would necessarily be a massive uptick in cold, support. Cold water, water. Uh, Bernie cold Sanders. Water, no, cold Bernie water. Sanders is uh, cold water. What? Because you don't, want, you don't want to cold water. You don't want to cook it with the hot water, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, nice. very important. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're gonna want that. Yeah, well, black support has been increasing, especially as Biden is no longer seemingly the the electability candidate that the media perceived him as. So would, that, yeah. that does make a tremendous amount of sense, actually. Especially be, yeah. considering, especially when considering Bernie Sanders and the way he matches up uh, against Pete Buttigieg, for example, virtually no African American support. Amy Klobuchar, virtually no African American support. And also a track record that hasn't even been called to question yet, both of them. One as a prosecutor and the other as a mayor in South Bend, Indiana, um, in the way that he dealt with his African-American constituents. Um, So the only person that's been able to take a dent out of uh, Joe Biden's African-American support has been, uh, I don't know what Mayor Bloomberg's uh, African-American support is actually, but but Tom Steyer in South Carolina. That's the only thing I've been uh, following closely. But beyond that, Bernie Sanders has always been in second position. Uh, Elizabeth Warren behind uh, behind him. But um, but but he has been uh, trailing behind uh, Biden and, and catching up in the in the last month. Yeah, I guess I, I haven't I haven't seen the uh, the the um, the console poll yet. I don't know how recent that is. You said it was pretty recent. It was posted yesterday. Uh, I guess yeah, I'm more, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at the Economist projection polls or whatever. Um, and, and these have Sanders like sitting at 13 percent still with the black um, vote. And I, I feel like I read an article I think by MSNBC as well that his like his trouble with black voters was like he still hasn't gotten back to the point where he was like a year ago in terms of support of the black community. I, I don't know why, but um, well, yeah, what, I don't what, know. I have two very important questions. I have two very important questions. Sorry, two two very important questions. One, Manuel, what are you reading? And two, Sfand, are you making sure to make sure you season whatever you're doing? Uh, I have lemon pepper, California garlic, salt, and black pepper. Those are my those are my uh, things that I have. California salt. What is that? Uh, I don't know, but I think it's like some kind of like liberal spice. Yeah. <laughs> Typical leftist spice, dude. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. It would it would be so fucking funny if Biden actually did win South Carolina by like fucking Saddam numbers and then just drop dead and just dies of old age. Which <laughs> is the funniest fucking outcome. Because that's all he's been telling the donors. Like he had a big fundraiser tonight in Manhattan with like, you know, Joe Biden's favorite thing to do. A room full of like two hundred guys who all have half a billion dollars who respect him for some weird reason. And he does it, and then it just uh, all right. I'm a, it's done. My my brain exploded. Isn't uh, Bernie fairly unhealthy as well? Nah, no, nah. 
Yeah, it was just a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a heart attack. Uh, no, no, no. I agree. Strong baboon heart now. <laughs> cut his schedule like in half after the fucking heart attack too. That's, I mean, like wait, to be fair, all, like literally that's not anybody, even true, Destiny. Any, literally um, anybody yeah, can no. drop dead. These guys are all like these guys are all like eighty five years old. Oh, like we no. can't really make Destiny, health jokes Destiny, at anybody. Literally, no. He has campaigned more than every single. I know he campaigned more, but he literally incorrect. Even after campaigned more than other people, but he had to cut that shit back hardcore after the heart attack, probably because his doctor said he was gonna drop fucking dead on the campaign trail if he kept it up as hard as he was he did cut back his schedule maybe it wasn't by half that was slightly hyperbolic i'm he sorry started surging after his heart attack so obviously yeah, most literally, people literally, yeah. do, you, do you think he or had the heart attack on purpose <laughs> yes as sand is correct as sand is totally yeah. correct wait also bernie yeah bernie hasn't surged anywhere bernie had a decent performance in iowa and new hampshire but like bernie on the national polling he hasn't like purpose. surged anywhere what are you talking about he's he's actually leading in the national polls i think i would consider Bernie's, that to be so the highest Bernie has ever polled nationally is 24 points. He's at 23.6 now. The only reason yeah, why he's ahead is because Biden literally suicide Biden, yeah, dived. 24 points before Joe Biden actually entered the race. You're talking about the first day he announced his candidacy. That's a really dishonest way of framing this argument, and I think you know that better. You know better, Destiny. No, I'm, I'm talking about the end of April after Biden was already in for... for no, Biden was... Wait, no, when Bernie, Sanders, when, it, when Bernie Sanders was his peak, Biden was not in the race yet. He was polling higher than uh, Bernie Sanders because people were speculating that he was going to run. But that's not true. It doesn't matter, though. He is okay. now in. Even if, even if we say that, regardless. So even when Biden wasn't in, Bernie wasn't. Bernie was still polling like higher than he slightly is now. Like I, there is no Bernie surge. Like it's not there. He doesn't even have a quarter of the of the support of the Democratic Party yet. What like, do you? Is the surge only when? Is the surge only when you see an uptick after you have after you've always been on the after you've always been the underdog? Is that what you're categorizing as a surge? Because I'm I would consider. I would consider. Post heart attack, his numbers rising significantly and never really taking a, a, a massive nosedive to be a pretty consistent, uh, pretty consistent growth on his behalf. Similar, to, not dissimilar to Donald Trump, as a matter of fact. Over the past like president. month, Bernie's numbers went up like four percent. Biden dropped by like ten. I mean, like, yeah, Bernie has gotten the lead, but it's off of like Biden's suicide dive after his abysmal performance in maybe Iowa because, and New Hampshire. Maybe because better analysts than you were consistently talking about how Biden had soft support and Ooh. they weren't only looking at the data that they're seeing from five fucking 38 and regurgitating MSNBC talking points. So they understood that Joe Biden wasn't necessarily going to outperform in Iowa and outperform in New Hampshire and was actually going to take a massive hit once. Uh, it wasn't in the hands of the media and CNN who kept saying uh, Joe Biden is really good. No, no, no. Joe Biden had a great night tonight. And it was actually going to be up to the voters to uh, consider whether Joe Biden was going to so have a good So Bernie night. won in Iowa, New Hampshire, because he has, he has an amazing ground game there. That's one of the reasons why Pete also like had a standout performance and won the most state delegate equivalents in Iowa. Like, I don't know what the random like dig and aggregate polling is. Maybe because you like to look at single polls when Bernie is polling well with like Hispanics under age, like 20 no, or really whatever. Like, but no, I, I don't mean, really like, like polling across like, the board because polling, because even pollsters will tell you that they don't have the fucking answers. And that I find it to be much more productive to be honest about what your pers uh, what your policy opinions are and what you think is a good policy and advocate for that and advocate for the candidate that is going to genuinely fight for those policies. Wait, I would agree with that, but you literally went from like, well, I would support anybody and I'm a liberal to an anti-liberal in like six months. <laughs> what do you mean? Why would you be the person to make that argument when you've gone like full like anti-liberal in the past six months? What? 
You're like one of the least honest liberal. people about. Like you're like a full on Bernie or Buster now. Like un like unabashedly, unabashedly show. So after arguing for so long that you would support anyone in the general blah blah blah, you're like the full on fucking Bernie or Buster now. Or maybe your opinions just changed over the past like five months or whatever. I don't know. Wait, I'm confused. Why are we changing the conversation? We're not changing the conversation. You brought the conversation. And, yeah, sure. So let me over reliance on electability arguments is what political hacks do. Is what so that that electability yeah. argument that earlier you were crying about black voters caring about because that determines who they support. So apparently some people care about yeah, electability. Considering the Democrats haven't won without black support since the nineteen eighties, it seems like a pretty important argument. Firstly, you only, literally just said wait, that Sanders is only wait, picking is, up support you, now because electability has been seen as a more important fallacy. You're saying that the electability argument is important because people care about it, which is literally the same as me saying the electability argument is dog shit. The only reason why the electability argument is presented is because. You say a candidate is good because he's electable. And why is he electable? Because we said the candidate was good. It is an Ouroboros. It is a fucking, it, it is a circle. It's a circular logic, basically. That is precisely why it is weaponized by the media when they don't have anything else to fucking talk about. They just say this person is more electable than the other person. And then his poll, then his polling position is higher. And then, oh, of course, he's high. He's, he's uh, polling better than everyone else. So he's the most electable. It is literally an argument that you have crafted uh, not you personally. It is an argument that the media crafts specifically so they can uh, choose a potential candidate over another that they wait. like. So wait, okay. So walk 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 me through the full the full uh, write up here. So the media in some shady back room handpicks a candidate and then they invent these um, arguments about like electability, even though nobody actually cares about them. And, th and then that's where we get like the electability arguments. No, from I'm not saying nobody cares about electability. Most people are apolitical, just like most of the panelists on here who are looking at us. Like, what, what does apolitical mean? Talking about apolitical is in out of touch with what's going on in politics because they don't think it actually concerns them. In some instances, I, it literally doesn't concern them. What I happens? I thought it was. Uh, I thought apolitical was relatively like, affluent. What? I thought apolitical was like when you get political through budding. <laughs> what? Yeah, like through budding, like you just like spawn off like different parties. Kind of like asexual? No. <laughs> well, is apolitical like just indifference, yeah? You know, yes, I political indifference. I think, I think it means like oftentimes, not like political Oftentimes, from a point of privilege, most people are like, yeah, I don't really care about what goes on. There's a number of different factors why people feel totally checked out of American politics. Somewhat understandable that a lot of people feel like their voices aren't ever going to get heard or they're not going to make a significant difference. They don't, uh, you know, they don't join the political conversation. Fair, understandable. Um, but having said that, electability is one way that you can make an argument for a particular uh, for a particular par a particular politician without really saying much about them outside of well, they're the most electable. Can I ask a question? Are more people voting or less people voting as the years go on? Um, more percentage percentage wise, more yeah, but like not well, just no, well, actually, well, it depends. It depends. Uh, sometimes. The uptick in voting is pretty proportional with population growth. Uh, other times it outstrips it. it. Depends. Depends on a million different. Like I think turnout was really up for the Obama years. It was pretty down mm. for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, on another note, more positive. We are three subscribers away. <laughs> three subscribers away from twelve thousand five hundred guys. So please, Twitch Prime Tier One, if you've enjoyed this. Also, I'd like to take a quick little poll here. This is uh, a Twitch.tv sponsored exit poll. You see them on CNN, Fox. They're a little biased. Let's do it here. If you are voting um, for Bernie, Twitch Prime sub. If you are voting for Buttigieg, Tier One sub. And if you are voting for Trump. 
I know you're rich as hell, probably an oil prince, saving your business. You know, he is a, uh, he might not be a socialist, but he's a corporate socialist. So, hey, you have money. Gift subs. Let's find out now. All right, continue, guys. I bet you can get Bill Weld. I bet I you just can get like, Bill Weld to give you some money. Because you said you needed three more. I, I did, did it before. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't think you said gift subs if you want, if you're an oil. I, oh, and then real quick, I'm curious. That was for, bad timing. <laughs> for Asan and, and Felix, so what, which establishment candidate is being pushed right now? Is it Pete? Is it Amy? Is it Biden? Is it which one is it? Thank you, boys. Oh, why, why, why could they not be pushing three All establishment the- candidates depending on the story <laughs> depending on the issue okay. i mean you no, literally, that, that, so, you, you literally so, like, so they, they're, they're pushing every question. single establishment candidate that's the felix that's not literally, an honest question he already did the lumping in of the moderates literally before we had this right, conversation right, he was no, like well right. bernie is doing worse literally than bernie only has 26 of moderate vote. yeah i mean i figured if we're calling pete a fascist i guess the labels don't really mean much at this point but i'm just fascist brother or maybe felix did earlier actually no i didn't i would no i the you described you you described you described Pete as a fascist to explain the listen. No, I didn't. Okay, okay. Then that was then I okay. I'm 99 percent sure you did, but maybe it was a misunderstanding on my part. Okay, Felix, get ready, get ready. They're gonna they're gonna clip it and send his audience gonna clip it, send it back to you. We're gonna rewatch it. We're gonna strip it of all context whatsoever, and the only context associated with it for the rest of time and Reddit post is going to be whatever Destiny wants. This is how Destiny debates. Get ready for it. You uh, probably weren't aware of this. I'm just letting you know that's what's going to happen. Uh, they will endlessly cry and cynically weaponize SJW uh, nonsense in their subreddit while also simultaneously, you know, arguing about uh, how important it is to say the N-word or whatever the fuck gamers are talking about. This well, well, Hassan literally defends Pete being called an F-word on fucking stream. That's rich as fuck, dude. Come yeah, on. I really? said a trans person. Oh, making, so what, a trans person making that joke is the literal like is the exact same thing as like a black person making a joke about a white person calling a black person the n-word and you and your uh, cadre of homies in your dgg chat would never in a million years never in a million years make that same exact fucking argument if it wasn't for your weird personal agenda against the left that's just facts i'm sorry wait so so you're telling me it's okay it's okay as long as the person making the homophobic joke is tra- is that because they're lower on the oppression Olympics ladder or how do how do you, how do you cl- who gets okay, to make- what if wait, wait 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 what if you're black and gay and the other person is trans white and rich and also act like you care about intersectionality no, 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 at I'm the super same care. No, no, time no no, no you know I that, agree right? you're right you blew me out on this one so I just want to know where the ladder is so let's say you have somebody that's white and trans and then somebody else that's gay but half black is the white trans person allowed to use racist or homophobic thing or only homophobic things against the black gay? Because where I come from, like generally, you don't publicly call someone an F word. Um, now that's just kind of where I'm at right now. In my or politics, you but maybe you feel differently, or, you know? Or, um, or, wait, is that? Did you learn that lesson after you sent burning crosses to black people on Twitter and got banned for it, or before you, that? Wait, wait. You want to talk about context? This is when I was arguing with a person that the black experience in the United States is oftentimes oh, so context not. Context does lit. matter. Well, there you go. Wait, there context matters is my argument. Wait, wait. That was my argument the whole time. Remember when you were crying to Trihex, telling them like, "Oh yeah, in certain contexts, I think that racist jokes can be okay." But then when you 
were talking to me, you were like, it's never okay to make those are jokes. Gonna, By the way, go watch Come Town. Wink, wink, wink. Are we gonna see the are we gonna see the F word manifest though in the future? Maybe. No, I'm not the one defending the use All of these right. slurs publicly because somebody's lower on the oppression Olympics ladder than, than you. What the you fuck? You want to move on to a more productive conversation? Wait, wait, we can. Zero? I just want to I just want the answer to that one question. I'm curious. Like if you have a if you have a white wealthy trans person, could they use a homophobic slur against a black that wasn't the case? Yeah, so I'm just curious who the one is. Are you actually you just want to get butthurt over it because are you incapable of engaging in a hypothetical argument? Can you can you not do a hypothetical? Oh no, I can engage in hypothetical arguments. But okay, so then doing, if a person what you're doing is building a straw man because you don't want to argue building, on the facts of the actual argument so just, that we're having. We're not talking so about the actual one. That's why it's called a hypothetical. About a poor Hassan, leftist random trans person on Twitter making this is a why joke. it's called a hypothetical. You are now changing it to like Caitlyn Jenner made a uh, you know a joke. Well, could Caitlyn Jenner make a make a homophobic joke? Do you think is that okay? No, that's why it's called a hypothetical, Hassan, because it's not something that actually happened. That's the point of calling it a hypothetical. You know, I know that, right? But why, why talk about hypotheticals when we actually have the l real life example? Because you're out here defending homophobic slurs against a guy. Because you're out here defending homophobic slurs, and I'm just curious where the line is. What do you have to do in order to be able okay. to call Pete Buttigieg an F word and it'd be funny to you? I'm just okay. curious. Let's. Do you want to move we on? Don't have an answer. Conversation. We should move on because it seems like you literally can't answer this question. You want to You want to keep crying cynically about social justice that you care. I'm not oh, crying so at all. You're, you're the one that can't answer the question. You literally can't even fathom like answering the question because you realize how ridiculous it is. You're on the uh, oppression Olympics ladder system for who's allowed to make a homophobic joke to which person. How do you how do you try to live in the world where you literally simultaneously make fun of intersectionality by bastardizing it and calling it oppression Olympics, but then also trying in you, in the minds of your followers to seem like you genuinely care about social justice. Well, I causes. care about intersectionality, which is why I don't use intersectionality like you are to justify making homophobic remarks towards people. I like think you, you can be intersectional. You, you can okay. be for intersectionality on the one hand and uh -huh. also not cry about every single random instance of like some random person on Twitter uh, uh, making a joke that you okay. found to be tasteless. I think that is an unproductive conversation and that you, I personally think that you are hypocritical in this instance, but I don't even want to get into it further. If you don't, I, because I think it's an unproductive and unhelpful conversation. We're only talking about it because you felt the need to defend it on stream. So it seems like you thought it was pretty important or pretty worth talking about, or maybe you just wanted okay, you to randomly defend it. You know what? Let's move on. You're right. You want. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. Come over here. Not making homophobic slurs towards other candidates. That's great. It's a great, it's a great world over here. We don't make. We don't make homophobic jokes publicly towards. Like, do you want to do it privately? That's a private joke. It's not welcome to my point of view. It's actually a pretty pretty good over here. Dude. Okay. You, you two. You, you two. Dude, Manuel. I'm gonna get your point on this, dude. What I just saw there, like, people can perceive this as hate. You guys have a both have a denial of love for each other. You guys are like you guys just need a fuck. That was some okay, sexy train, tension. Good job. Train, nice one, train. There you, you go. Are, you could not be further removed from reality in this circumstance, especially. Um, you guys actually don't. One thing I if there's one thing I genuinely despise, and it, it, this is like it's liberals. Something I genuinely despise. It's people that and this isn't destiny or this you didn't used to be destiny. People who fucking act like they genuinely care about a cause and morally grandstand. 
You think that's this is the guy who care. earlier no, said that every person. different position that a Democrat has on a Republican is was over worthless cultural issues. By the way, this is the guy that cares about dumb <laughs> shit like fucking kids locked in fucking uh, uh, chambers in the fucking border or things like DACA or things like the Supreme Court. Destiny, but I'm the I one was, that just pretends. I was advocating. I was working with active. I was working with activists and advocating for Black Lives Matter and numerous other progressive causes while you were saying the N word playing Starcraft. You libertarian dipshit. When we were working with black light, what the, what does this have to do with anything that we're talking about? I don't have a family that does politics. So yeah, I don't have those connections well, early on like hey, you did, of course. Hey, There's a reason well, why you're not working with that family now and you're working on the platform that I built up for politics. So I mean- I'm it's so glad like, you built up the platform so I could lap you on it, okay? I know, that's great. Well, yeah, no, you're dude. slapping me real hard right now while talking about all the work that Jen got no, you I early on in your political you career. I mean, was that, was that supposed to be a big burn to me? And, and write your title like Hassan- we're going to talk about Hassan's homophobia today. It's re it must be really pathetic and really sad that you have to sit there and be like, you know what? This guy who I gave a boost to originally, and you did, and I and I always hyped you up for it, uh -huh. for you to just turn around and be like, you know what? I'm going to try to manufacture some drama. Here, I'm here for Felix. He's a good friend of mine. Wait. I love him. I was just curious why him. you were defending the use of homophobic slurs. I wanted to, I wanted to be on. I wanted to be here. It was be a simple on question. And and you are of course trying to take over the conversation and dominate it, and maybe get some LSF clips there. Maybe I'm bring sure, up the relevance. I'm sure a little that bit. Felix would love to hop on your stream I, and, I, and chop and, and, okay, and going chat forward, with you sometime. Like going forward, I'm exiting out of that conversation. We can move on to more interesting things. I know that people love drama, and this is the only way that they can keep up with politics. But let's move on to something more productive. All right. If you guys want to tune into my stream, I just play League of Legends. That's all I do right now. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. What are you guys voting for? <laughs> Honest to God, I'm looking for Al Gore to come back. I think that guy could have a good run right now. Him or Romney, you know, I'm looking for a real establishment, non-establishment candidate. Um, Ross Perot's my guy. Amen, brother. Dude, can I ask one of you a question? One of you political uh, uh, people. Listen, dude, why the fuck does the left hate Obama so much? I love... Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you two, my two favorite presidents, okay? Now, one of them is going to make... Everyone say, oh, I get it now. But, dude, my two favorite presidents, straight up, dude, okay? And this isn't including JFK. I love JFK. But, hey, dude, Bill Clinton and Obama, dude. Top presidents in my lifetime, dude. Why does everyone hate them? Why does the left hate them? Why does the left hate Bill Clinton and like Obama? Bill Clinton? Hmm. Dude, Bill why Clinton? does the left hate Bill Clinton? I wonder, I wonder why you love Bill Clinton. Why does the left hate Obama? Obama was such a good president, dude. Imperialism train. You ask, Nobody um, cares about foreign policy. First of all, I'm pretty sure that Obama still has a overall favorable okay, like white fucking boy. rating. <laughs> First of all, why would you call me a white boy after complaining about imperialism when you couldn't even find fucking Pakistan on a map, which is like fucking three countries away from your fucking homeland? Okay. Firstly, that was the weirdest insult the of the world you can love at me. Still have a secondly, better understanding of what secondly, happened over there than you do, I guess. Sure. Second, if you don't even know where the fucking countries are, I don't even know how that's possible. It's maybe that's true. Okay. Firstly, I mean, secondly, from that side second, of the world, I guess. Secondly, secondly, since when the fuck do Americans care about foreign policy? It's never been like we can go and look at any fucking Gallup polling, well, any whatever. Say why do Americans? hate Obama. He said, said why does the left dislike Obama and Bill Clinton? So I was giving him an opinion on the left. Yeah. Or maybe Wait, we what do you mean by the left? Libertarian screeches more often. Uh, you know, go ahead. <laughs> Explain to Train why the left hates Barack Obama. Sure. So the, the, the main people that hate Barack Obama are the Bernie bros that just don't like the idea of going back to establishment politics. That's the main reason why they don't like him is because they think he represents like the establishment democratic movement that a lot of the more like left leaning progressives, especially younger college educated voters uh, aren't into anymore because they're moving beyond that. Going going to the uh, to the true left. Okay. Years and years well, of anti-war efforts against Barack Obama or 
um, efforts taken by immigration activists against Barack Obama's administration, which did some good things like the DACA program and a lot of bad things like deporting three million immigrants, uh, is is just Bernie Bros molding. If that's the case, then uh, what's so? To my understanding, yeah. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but train, it's complicated. <laughs> train, if you were running for president, what would your campaign slogan be? Um. Oh, I had a really good joke there, but no I can't, more political podcast. I can't make jokes. I can't make jokes, dude. Especially, yeah, we have two political boys on here. Hey, I gotta be careful here. Um, no, you can make jokes. I, I mean, depending on what kind of jokes you're making. Well, actually, wait. You're a person of color, um, and you talk True. about sucking dicks a lot, so you might actually be able to make. I think that makes it okay to make homophobic. Destiny, jokes? considering you wrote a literal manifesto <laughs> because a black friend of yours told you he was upset that you said you say the n word literally privately. All the time. Big difference Maybe, between is it that and publicly. why you're trying to work out the mental math all the time? A true gamer, folks. Of course. What's the, the mental math that criticizes me on this position, word? but lets you constantly promote Cumtown? I'm super curious on that one too. What is I don't know what Cumtown is. What's Cumtown? What's that? What's that? What is train, that? What's Cumtown? Wait, what's Cumtown? Train. I've got it. Make men great again. Wait, what I is? Thought, I, thought it was, that one. I thought it was just gonna no. be like simpler, like. Billy, okay, do you know what Comtown is? Never heard of it. Yep, me so either. What, so, okay, no okay, okay. What is what is the what is the history with you two? They used to, they used to be the history friends. with us is that it's me and Hassan practice. were friends a long time ago. We have I, I still like Hassan. Hassan fucking hates me now. That is a total that is a total bullshit point that even people that you haven't banned in your subreddit fucking call you out for, okay? You don't fucking like Hassan still. You just say that. What? I literally yeah, invited you to the fucking streamer house shit I'm doing. What are you talking about? Of course. Yeah, I, I don't do like I don't get super money. That's why you invited me to your fucking streamer house, not because you want to like hang out with me and and, and enjoy my company and it doesn't even matter it's not reciprocal regardless yeah that's um, fine if you hate friends, me if Destiny, you hate me that's cool don't put me in the same fucking boat. i don't take this shit listen uh, i've been Destiny friends with richard lewis i'm destiny cool with him train i'm cool with train right now like what do you mean okay, dude? destiny helped me a lot uh initially in uh in bringing me into twitch when i was first when i first got on twitch i linked up with destiny his community was very welcoming as they usually are with people that destiny is uh fond to or has a fondness towards and um except for me you know, except I, for me and then we have yeah and then and then uh, we had a falling out over <laughs> over a uh, uh, Kamala Harris. So piece. Hassan likes to make YouTube videos where he covers candidates where what he does is he finds a Twitter thread that's one of those epic debunking write-ups on the candidate. He basically read the Twitter thread down for a video. I did some more research on the positions and we tried to have a discussion about it and Hassan lost his fucking Destiny, mind because yeah, he couldn't I, defend I a lost my mind because he point. tried to defend Kamala Harris's truancy policies by saying the ends justify the means. I never and said that actually at all. I was just trying to get you to honestly... position on Kamala Harris's truancy policies, it is well documented, but it doesn't matter. I fucking... The, the thing I... <laughs> Is how can you mischaracterize so many positions? Is this debate lord mentality on the fucking internet? We have it on the left. We have it on the liberal side. We don't you hate when you have to defend. It definitely exists on the right as well. And it just appeals to a very specific kind of. Can I finish, dude? And then you can say it. It it, it appeals to a very specific kind of person. I think personally, I think it it manifests a, a really, it cultivates a really toxic. Uh, mentality where like you literally cannot have a conversation with another person who is even remote who has even remotely a different position than you do and I, it's very frustrating it's not the way i am and i'm also not very good at debating either and i admit this all the fucking time it's not like something i hide and i'm sure people can see it if they see me debate anyone um so i personally try to stay away from it and uh, i feel like destiny is very good at debating he's very skilled rhetorically uh, and uh this 
it's just like it's just frustrating to to constantly butt heads with someone and then have his community come into mind a much larger community uh come into mind and and uh clip shit and and try to continue that toxicity that's what it is that's the history from my end that's uh that's one telling of it sure yeah from my end that's that's my totally biased position on it i i admit destiny would you actually say you still like him because i think that just People say that. For me, like, I, like, I am very Can't much into like the like the political philosophy stuff online. It's a very big thing I do. I love arguing with people. It's like really fun for me. But at the end of the day, I don't take any of this shit personally. Like I'm friends with a lot of people that I have huge political disagreements with. Like generally, what happens the, the the normal course of things is that I call out somebody on a position that I think is kind of bad. Like me and Train have gone through this a few times. I've gone through this with almost every friend I have. And then as a result of said calling out, they lose their fucking mind, and then they don't want to be friends anymore because they think that I'm not like cutting them enough slack or some shit. But like I'm friends with Richard Lewis who was a guy that I like worked for Breitbart for a bit that I have some right. political disagreements with. Like I'm friends with train who, holy shit on social positions. I don't think we could be more different. Um, yeah, no, I don't usually take any of this shit personally the end of the day. Well, no, I, I, I don't mean that's not really what I care about. If mm -hmm. you like him in spite of his politics, I mean, like, do you harbor like any bitterness towards him? What, I don't know. I just the interpersonal story here. I mean, I don't like the way he does his political stuff, obviously. Which I mean, you can no, argue no, that's no, personal. No, like, that's... Inter like interpersonal between you and him. Like, do you? No, I don't think he's like ever like, like fucked me over or done anything horrible like that. It's just usually, generally, it's political disagreements. Where's the streamer house? Do you, uh, would you? Would you say you make fun of people who lost their jobs uh, from their family's company when you like them, or is that something that you uh, reserve for people you don't like? Because I'm at least open about the the fact that I don't like you. Like I I don't. Well, when I, we're, if we're if we're doing like, insults, if you're gonna like dig on me, of course I'm gonna hit back. Like oh, okay. if you're gonna try to like make but fun I, of the I, fact that I'm I was at least a Twitch honest about not liking you. I I think that you. Oh, just because uh, I like somebody doesn't mean I'm not gonna burn bridges for personal gain and have yeah, so a complete. I don't know. I've never burned bridges for personal. And that gain. most of your uh, oh, you're just gonna do the thing where you talk your and talk and you do like fifty three bullshit. Most of your relationships are actually. I see. It's not like yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, it's an easy way for you to be like, oh, I'm the victim here. Like, I still like Hassan. He just doesn't like me. Also, he fucking sucks. And I'm going to do comprehensive coverage of his, of, of everything he talks about. I, I cover you now because you're a maybe the biggest political person on Twitch. Of course I'm going to cover you. Is that surprising <laughs> to you? Like, oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you, like, you, you must did, know, you like, play a part in that. Thank you for that, by the way. Are you mad or are you? I can't really tell. Like, no, you, no, you understand? You under, okay, wait. You, you no, like, you pivot I'm, so I'm hard. You're like biased. Mike from PA right now. Okay, wait. So, like, yeah, I cover what your takes a lot, of course, because you stream them to like five or 10,000 people sometimes. Is that surprising to you? No? Okay, so then I don't know why you use that. Also, the reason why I made fun of you for being hired as your, from your dad or whatever is because I have no background My in dad any of or this. whatever? <laughs> or, or your uncle or whatever. I don't fucking know that the extent of your, your lineage in terms of how you got your job. But mm -hmm. if you're going to take a dig at, at my job that I had to build from literally nothing because I was a fucking carpet cleaner before getting into this, then yeah, you better believe I'm going to make a nepotism joke at you. You can't be okay. offended by that. Come on. you got to have thicker skin than that, buddy. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not offended by the nepotism thing. I'm just offended by the fact that you think people are fucking so dumb that they... They would believe you when you say, no, I still like Hassan when it's not just you covering my political takes. And it's obvious that you have a personal vendetta, not just against me, but against the left that you once claimed you were a part of or maybe even still do. It's really interesting because this is the same thing you guys do with Bernie. Anytime somebody says anything negative, it can never be on substance. It always has to be a personal vendetta. It's crazy that you have like that defense for every single position you have. But then at the same time, we make no substantive arguments. I don't really think I don't really think a presidential campaign 
and the media's treatment of it is like comparable to this. You could think well, that. No, in like, terms of like what we do I, in our I, world, like me and Asan are the two <laughs> largest political people. Sorry, what are you, the Elizabeth Warren of Twitch? I don't know what you're saying. Well, no, no, no. Uh, like me, me and Asan, so on this, I don't know how much you know about Twitch. I'm not trying to talk down to you, but like on, on Twitch, me and Asan okay. are the two largest political people by far. So if either of us says something like political, I would imagine we're probably going to cover it. Asan did for a long time. I don't think he talks as much about my takes now, but then and I talk about his takes, of course, but that's well, only natural, I, right? I don't talk about your takes because I think that it, it, creates unnecessary toxicity which i probably brought upon myself by joining this podcast for the next i mean you weeks. literally have made like n-word andy jokes takes i think as of yesterday i think i saw a clip where you did it so you can't pretend like you're totally divorced from the issues and if anything that sounds a lot more like a personal vendetta than me attacking you because i usually do it over the context of what you're doing like defending homophobic slurs against presidential mm -hmm. like candidates okay well thank you, you thank you, you for, you thank you you for fighting against homophobia on twitch sir Thanks, you, guys, you, you, you guys really have a hell of a thing here because you talk no, for I fucking... We need to really move away from it. Yeah. I, I fucking so, so hate no, it. No, no, I'm not talking about you two. I'm not talking about you two. Cage man. Uh, oh, God. Christ. Christ in heaven. Uh, so you guys talk for like nine, ten hours at a time. Like that's like average end, right? Yeah, we're probably six to ten hours, but sure. Right, right. So you talk for that long, obviously unedited. You're just you're just rolling. You're just trying to vibe. Yeah. You can really anything can slip out while you're trying to. Dude, thank you, thank reason. you. Yes, and thank it's you. Like, it's oh my god, it would drive me fucking insane. Yeah. Dude, you have no I mean, idea. I, I don't even. I will. I will commit to something with a friend. I won't even fucking remember saying it. How many things do you guys have to fucking answer for that you don't remember saying? Dude. Listen, what a fucking life. It's even oh, worse Christ. than that, dude. It's even worse than that, dude. It is, dude. Now 100%. imagine having a dedicated community of people who like clip literally everything you say most of the time out of context and and endlessly cover it in perpetuity. It's not nice, and that is literally what I mean when I say like I hate the fucking toxicity shit uh, with like debate lord uh, communities and debate lords in general on the internet. I think Train shares this opinion that I have as well. Just for when we move on from this, yeah. you know, I want I want it to be said that like all of my sneaky debate tactics here were literally just asking for clarification on a couple questions. Just let the uh, let the record reflect that. I and I'm going to move on. Utilize sneaky debate tactics. <laughs> Maybe not this time, but yeah, feel on your you perpetually the victim once again. Can we move you, on you to something two, more productive? He literally said earlier, "Well, I know that he's a skilled rhetorical debater. Like none of my content. points have merit. I'm just a good content. debater." While well, you talk over me for like ten minutes, oh, I know it's good content, guys. But like, come on, let's let's move yeah. on. Yeah. To came on here. What did you bring on other people to? Why are you victimizing yourself when you jumped on here, seeing a Chapo dude here and me here? What, what did you expect to happen? Well, he literally, he literally did. Yeah, text me because he like wanted to hang out. He didn't know it was coming on. Oh, you guys, it's impossible for you to go on his stream. Do you have like an anti like Twitch personal streamer platform? Okay, can, or we, can we again? Can I've been we, on stream, I've been, I've been the stream a lot of times. He just happens to be on the West Coast and me on the East Coast. Time doesn't always sync up. Can we? Yeah, but can we move on to some other stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Felix. So weird, Felix. Good. What Felix? What you were saying uh, about that? I talk about that mm -hmm. on a daily fucking basis, dude. Like, cause. I, my stream primarily, it's me just fucking talking about absolutely God knows what. Just everything, anything. I see a goddamn fly move. We go into some sort of human anatomy, okay? Just crazy shit. And it's fucking, you know, I stream, you know, on a low end, on a bad day, eight hours, right? Like on, on a normal day, I stream like 12 to 14 hours, right? So it's like, and I'm talking. I'm, that's my primary thing because I'm bad at games. But realistically, that's the scary part. We're sitting there like YouTubers, some YouTubers that sit there and edit 
you know, they edit their videos 17 different fucking times and it's still fucking trash. And they'll still fuck it up. They still fuck up. They still fuck up. Yet Twitch has this like crazy, like extreme rule and no protection for us. We sit there every day, six days a week, eight to 14 hours, just talking to the camera. And if there's one slip up, it's this right. huge fucking goddamn controversy ban fucking your shit's on probation. Like, it's just fucked up, dude. So, yeah, I talk about that all the time on my stream. What a fucking <coughs> God, that gives me fucking anxiety. Yeah, it's goddamn podcast. R- regular podcasters. We really this is like robbing a fucking bank compared to that. It's a, it's a totally different skill set too, because like you, you have to. I imagine you guys probably have to show up at like the sameish time every day, and then have to like have a schedule and shit. For a lot of streamers, we just put in a fuck ton of hours, and we suck at the scheduling and everything. Like if you've ever talked to any kind of like management or anybody that tries to like organize streamers for some event or get them to show up to something, it's literally <laughs> fucking impossible. I, it is like no hell on earth. You're a babysitter like trying to get that shit to work. No one has to. Like obviously, obviously, like. Like obviously not my stream, but like obviously also no one has to answer this. But like, do you ever feel like it's like been detrimental to like your interpersonal interactions with people? Because it's fucking crazy. Like it's that like grind of streaming is it's insane to me. Oh, if you wanna, uh, I'll answer your question directly. So I went to dinner with uh, two friends, and obviously on this, you know being every uh, relationship is personal. I mean, sorry, every relationship is through the internet. Friends, mm-hmm. obviously, the definition of it begins to, you know, you start using it more loosely. Um, and it's not, you know, what it meant to be. You know, you're there together every day. You get to know each other, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I was, I was having dinner with two friends. And before I could have any conversation with them, first, I made them put their phones on the table, made them show me their last recording, last picture taken, Oh After that, God. I made them go to their delete folder. Then I made them put their phones on airplane mode. Then I had them stand up, and I actually patted them down for a second device. And then once I did that, I said, "All right, we can talk now and fuck he around." My yeah, dude, that was weird. Too. Like, why were you checking out my crotch so much when you were yeah. patting me down? That's literally like what I've become because of how things are in today's society and how everyone's looking That's for anything. Has, has so. anyone has anyone ever like has anyone ever like covertly recorded you like that? Yes, M- yes. Oh my god! And pe- people who called me like not not only had listen not only had beef when we were friends. People sat there in Skype calls like imagine this 4 a.m. We're talking like 2000 fucking 14 4 a.m. World of Warcraft days. Okay, yeah, this is yeah. like that is degenerate shit, right? And people. Yeah. During our good times, or friends, I was being recorded during those fucking late night chill sessions. So yeah, like yeah, that's weird. I've that's been, weird. I've been like, I'm just, I'm just on edge about all that shit. I remember God when damn, at, uh, at TwitchCon when we had dinner and you thought I had that like 1992 cell phone hiding in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he thought, he thought, it, he thought it was a new. <laughs> Man, well, I have a I have a question for you. If you don't mind, tell me. Tell me. So, so yeah, you were you're you're a porn performer, but you're also a streamer. Like I know that you streamed a lot. Um, I don't like. I feel like in both, like people sort of project their own fantasies onto you with porn. Like it's obviously what they're projecting onto you, what they want from you. But with Twitch, I feel like it's it's something else. It's like they're. It's almost like you're a porn performer, but for being someone's friend. Do you feel well, like? Kind of, do I feel like? 
Like, do you feel, I don't know. Do you feel like, do you feel like people get weirder for, do you feel like people who know you from like your, your career prior to this or like people who know you from streaming now or get like, I don't know, weirder that I, way, like projecting something to you? I think, for example, streaming is hurting my business because mm-hmm. a lot of the people that like I'm, like the core of my followers on of my viewers on on stream, they all feel weird now watching me because they feel like we're like we have that relationship, and now they're yeah. watching a friend fuck. Um, but my 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 streaming my streaming is so different from most people where like I do like all different things. I do sports streaming where like I do basketball training or tennis or sometimes I do video games or sometimes I do like. I don't know if you can call that sex advice show or like more like you, you know like, like mm-hmm. just advice show but yeah I don't know like like it, it's it's good obviously cuz a lot of people came like my fan base came to see what I was doing on Twitch and a lot of them didn't even know Twitch until they started seeing me on Twitch they just followed cuz it was there cuz I don't do like Instagram live or shit like that the only live things I was doing was that, that I'm doing is on Twitch, so they want that live experience. But at the you know at the same time, it like makes me probably lose some business, which I don't really care about so much. Like all, all I care about is just having a good time. That it's either performing or doing movies or streaming. You know. Yeah, I gotta say, Manuel, uh, I love to watch you, and you make me feel as a friend, and you give the word "come town" a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, dude. Why the fuck? Listen, I'm sitting here looking at everybody, dude. Everyone's just looking, you know, modern, right, dude? Why the fuck does Slash look like he just got off set of Huckleberry Finn? Like, what the fuck is... Slasher is broadcasting out of a lighthouse. He looks like an old-school metalhead. Like, he just looks yeah, like I, a... I am like an old-school fucking metalhead, I know. Head, bitch. He, just looks, he just looks the part. He looks like, dude, he looks like he has a hollow tooth. Look at his store- fucking shirt, dude. It he looks like, like he has a hollow tooth. He stores his Kraken, dude. Yo, yo open your mouth, boy. Look, Let me yo, see that thing right train, now. Train, train. All the drugs you've stolen from my apartment, all right? I don't have any more okay. here. You've taken them back where you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Every, everyone on this thing has some interpersonal thing. Has some oh, yeah. more between each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every every podcast on, on Twitch is just uh, endless drama and fucking... People screeching over one another with like the mostly cool cast members just sitting idly by quietly trying to figure out are, what the fuck they're dude, doing. Dude, are you are you describing every podcast that. or are you just describing Raw's show? True. Raw, dude, these are the only podcasts. These are the only podcasts. Are there other fucking podcasts on this platform? I don't know. I don't watch any of them. I just watch dude, this, this one. podcast. <laughs> is this podcast is literally. 99% of the time, it's just chill, kicking it, nothing going on. Yeah. Very rarely, there's drama. Very especially, rarely. Especially lately. Like, the last, like, it yeah. used to be pretty used dramatic. To be, yeah. uh, and yeah. then Hassan and Destiny weren't on together for, like... Exactly. <laughs> and then... And then, and then Maybe that's why it was fucking chill for the most Bro, part. I, 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 had, I had a feeling something would happen tonight. Like, like when Train <laughs> asked me to be part of the podcast, I'm, I asked him, who's... Who's coming tonight? And I don't know. I had a feeling something will happen tonight. And he's I just, like, I just oh, all chill I, people. He was like, I just oh, Felix, who, who I think is a national treasure. And and I was excited that he was on like a, a, a Twitch podcast. 
Dude, this was not planned. Very kind of you to say. Dude, this was not planned at all. Four people here weren't even planned on the schedule at all, dude. The, the picture I sent you, Manuel, was literally the cast. That was it. That was what we're going live with. Slasher said, I have two people that want to come. He added Felix, then Destiny. It was really... It was Slasher bro. that did this. Slasher did all of this, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go out. When you hit me up, Train, I was supposed to go out. And then I started eating these Brookside dark chocolates. And this is not <laughs> an ad. good. And, and you know, I, this, was, this was sent to me in a care package. I started eating this shit. And I was laying in bed. And I was like, I'm not fucking going out anymore. You know what I mean? There's just no way. It's too cold out. And and then I saw that Felix on podcast. And I'm here. Hey. There we go, dude. I mean, that's, it, it is, Slasher it is set all this up, dude. Slasher set yeah, all of this up. It is possible after, I message yeah, all of them yeah. at the same time to just after, kind of make it happen. Hassan, yeah. how did I not see you at the XP's award? Like, uh, I heard you were streaming there. Dude, I you were there? I was there. I what found the out the next day that you were there. Like, I was watching. I was there. I was clip. looking for you. Not dude, only I was, was I there, I was literally looking for you. Yeah, I was watching I a bunch of clips the next day, and I saw you were there. You and Evelyn were there. You you guys are fucking courageous streaming from those award shows. I like, fuck. Well, Evelyn almost got banned, I think, like from yeah. one of the one of the streams she did. But like, I'm really, I just fucking keep it on my face the entire yeah, time. No titties. Yeah, no you titties never know. Them. Like those girls, sometimes they they see they see someone with a camera or even a phone, and they're like, "Yay!" Oh yeah, Wait. I almost. I almost <laughs> Wait, are we? Are we describing Twitch streamers in general, right. just chatting, or just porn oh, stars? Uh, here we go, back in the culture war stuff. Yeah. Wait, wait, but uh, I almost I almost got Riley Reed like, uh, with a crotch shot uh, accidentally. Because, uh, like, she, like, bent down or something on the red carpet, and I, I assumed she wasn't wearing panties. So I was like, oh, fuck. And then I just, like, fling my camera up, and I, I saved it. But, you know, it's, it's a risk I got to take. It's a good stream. People like it. Oh, I'm sure they like it. I'm sure that. But yeah. even the dresses, like some of the dresses they wear, like you're like shit. Like, well, last time at the the Pornhub Awards that that we were both at, uh -huh. I I had to delete that vod because uh, Janice decided to wear a see through. I uh, remember. Yeah, a see through like sheer onesie, and and she wanted to show off her outfit, and then like her nipple showed for a second, and Twitch is like, nope. <sighs> Dude, you guys, you guys look as bold as I was there. Manuel, yeah. I just, dude, I literally just, I saw a comment in chat, so I had to go look at it myself. Someone in chat said, I just looked up Manuel's cock size, so I went and did it myself as well. Don't do it. Well, I just, no, <laughs> I just looked at it, dude. And listen, I have a new topic for us, okay, dude? I just saw your dick. I just looked at it. Oh, okay. shit. Listen, dude, listen. Do you, have three, do you have three monitors? Yeah, I do. That's the only way you could see. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I was, I was I was looking at your dick on this monitor, dude. And listen, dude, I have a new topic for us, dude. Okay, oh my dude. God. Listen, I was oh looking at this God. thing, and listen, We're dude. Gonna talk about anti-arrogance. Yes, dude. I I Whoa, just can't do it. Listen, your dick looks like it's still packaged in the plastic, dude. Listen, dude. Listen, <laughs> dude. Cut or uncut? Okay, listen, dude. I'm saying right now, All uncut right. penises right. look like fucking anteaters, All right. dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you one thing, okay? You're gonna go go on YouTube, okay? Type. BuzzFeed porn stars. And in that video, there's a few of the top girl porn stars asked about their favorite dude. And they all say my name. It's not because of my face. It's because that well-packaged penis. <laughs> it's it's, it's because it's fresh love, every time. They love exactly. <laughs> okay, well, I want to ask the podcast. 
I want to ask the podcast real quick, okay? If, if you feel uncomfortable um, because we're invading your personal private 2020 uh, space, then just don't answer. So I don't want to hear from your lawyers or from your Twitter handles later. Um, slasher, cut or uncut? Dude, I'm a Jew. So what is that? I don't, I don't have a choice, okay? It's, it's fucking cut when I'm born, all right? That's My man, saying. me too, baby, me I too. I can't decide. Manuel, we know. But we I, know. I'm, I'm going toe-to-toe with Manuel, by the way. Really? I can see it, dude. You're listen. Your look, the type of look you have, like you just you have to have a big dick. If you don't, God really let you down. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I, they, they all look the same when they're hard, anyway. I mean, true. Felix, what about you, dude? Well, like I'm a co-religionist with Slasher. I did not have a choice. I, I, I'm sort of a centrist on the issue. I'm biased. I think my cut cock. Uh, I, I like to think it looks better. That said, I think us cut boys, we lost out on something. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm an Yeah, the intactivist, okay. If you have foreskin, the you, the naked head of your cock is not chafing against athletic wear your entire fucking life. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when I fuck, even when I'm not on SSRIs, it feels like it. I have to fucking plug away. Yeah. We have, we, we have been hard. robbed. We have been robbed of the sensation. Yeah. We've been robbed of the sensations that our sheathed brethren uh, have enjoyed for far too long. And to yes. me, it's disgusting. I, I am also not a co-religionist, but of the Abrahamic descent. So yes. also technically a co-religionist. Uh, I had no say in this matter either. I am also uh, cut, uh, and and therefore that's why I'm an intactivist. Dude, never, by say- the way, never hashtag intactivist on Twitter, even as a meme, because... Motherfuckers, what have you done? What have you done? No, no I, you can't do that. Before. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, don't, you don't say, Chad, don't do this. No, 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 no. I have the internet works. One time, literally, don't fucking go and look at that hashtag. People are psychotic. They get like really fucking anti Semitic too. Like, there's always, I, I don't know. It's it's just, it's nuts. You know, it's you know, crazy. You know what's crazy though? It is crazy that it's a thing. And I have to say, uh, no, I don't want to offend anyone. Like, I'm here. Or in chat, obviously, but like, if you're not Jewish or Muslim, and your parents circumcised you, yeah, that what's, sucks. What's going on, man? What's going well, on? Like, we have a fucking reason. <laughs> your parents are just like, I don't know. I just think it will look better on <laughs> I think the U.S. is like the only country in the Western world that I think like massively circumcised the fuck out of kids, especially like if yeah, you're, no, you're, even if you're no, Christian. You're right. You're, you're, you're mm-hmm. right. Brits are Brits and other Europeans are famous for just yeah. having the having the windsock on. Dude, oh, imagine imagine being a, a, a being an American and just being cucked that way. Like you're not even yeah. fucking, you're not even Muslim or Jewish, and you you just have a cut dick. That sucks, dude. I it looks sur- better. I sur- I it looks better. But that's it. That's it. That's it, though. That's well, not true. No, but there's a com- there's a, there is a comfortability factor. Like I've never had to worry. Right, like shaping and stuff like that. Like I'm in I'm in Manuel's gang. I'm in, I'm in uncut gang. Fucking lucky like, boys. I, I think hold about on, hold on. Bro, We're and- looking at this from one perspective. Let, let me drop it on there. Okay, fine. We get chafing, you get dick cheese. We get fucking up. Uh, no, oh, you just got a shower. Yeah. You can literally clean your dick cheese. We don't take you sell you sell the dick cheese on the side. You sell the dick cheese on the side. Yeah. Gamer dick cheese. Well, not only that, not only that, but also like I'm French. What's wrong with cheese? Dude, okay, okay. Do you want to know the most OP thing, though, about yeah. sheathed dicks? 
you can just jerk off without like any lubricant whatsoever. Yes. Yes. There's yes. so yes. many benefits. There's so many yeah. benefits. You have a fucking thing that you can use. And it's it's nuts. It's that we we the cut. We have to we have to go through a process like I have fucking calluses. <laughs> dude. Look at this shit. Look at the anal sex too. It feels better for women with anal sex too. Yeah, because you're not actually fucking the anal cavity. You're fucking your own skin. That's why. If you want to know the real ultra-nuclear take, here's something that'll super fuck your mind. Ask a girl outside of porn. There's a lot of girls that unironically don't know the difference between cut and uncut dicks. Like, especially if it's erect already. There's a lot of girls who are like, oh, I don't know if my boyfriend is circumcised or not. Or like, you can find stories of guys telling their girlfriend, and then the girl be like, wait, you're not circumcised? You're uncircumcised? A lot of them have no fucking idea. Well, the thing is, like, I'm... Uncircumcised, but also I have what what's called a phimosis. I don't know if you guys know what a phimosis is. Is when your skin is actually not large enough when you're in erection to pull the skin all the way. No, 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 man. Mm. You, what you say is your dick is too big for your foreskin, not your foreskin is too small for your dick. Important uh, clarification. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. He really is a rhetorician. Sure. But, <laughs> oh the, my God. No, but sure, but like, like. So you're not gonna see the difference with a cut dick like for some women when you can actually when you're in erection and the skin pulls yeah. all the way, mm -hmm. but with a with a penis like mine, like I have no choice. And for some people, it's so like it's so painful to have a phimosis that they have to have it cut. But for me, I, I don't have I don't have that problem. Wait 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 wait. Why is it painful? painful at all? Because like sometimes when when you have a <clears throat> when, when you're fucking, like it's gonna pull too much on the skin. Uh, as you penetrate the girl, their yeah. daddies didn't teach him right, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can. I'm uncut. Okay. I've had sex and with a chick, and I got done and everything. She thought I was circumcised. She looked at it. It looked the same. I mm -hmm. said, "No, I'm not." I said, "Watch this," and zoop, right in, she jaw dropped just like that. So you so like I, like Houdini? Like it, now you see it, now you don't. Yeah, now you see it, now you don't. It, it, some see the thing is, it's like. When you're growing up, you have to like constantly like let your dick leave the foreskin. You have to like pull it back all the time and shit. Uh. And some guys don't do that, and it literally gets stuck. And it, they, they, Wait, their dick will be inside their foreskin. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, it'll get stuck. What? You have to oh, you have to get God. something called a foreskin release. It's a surgery. Mm. Oh, it's like Jesus an NDA. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess another benefit. You know, I guess you're opening my eyes a little. Another benefit is, uh, you know. When you're when you're younger, or some people, you know, I've seen, I've heard Devin talk about, you know, laughing so much he pisses his pants. I guess if you have foreskins, when you piss yourself, it's a little sack that keeps your piss in one place. It's like a it's like a piss yourself protector. So I guess realistically, you're, we're fucking good. Hey, there's a lot of benefits to this kind of stuff. So I, I guess maybe I'm seeing it, but it still looks ugly. Trainer, are you gonna, oh, yeah, are, you gonna get your, are you gonna circumcise your child? That's the real question. Oh, this is another political thing. If I say yes, we have all the- <laughs> What? No, motherfucker, I, yes, I just want to know. No, no, not to you. No, 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 Hassan, not to you. It's it's chat. In chat, there's going to be fucking mutilated Marys and then fucking uh, trues. I'll tell you right now, okay? Here's what I'm going to say. Just be um, brave and give me your take, goddammit. Yeah, I'm, 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 right I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be brave. Okay, you ready? In my opinion, I would never take my child's choice away from him or herself. Well, I guess in this situation, him. Well, actually, no, never know. Him or herself. So, Wait, what? so, why would I? so, herself. Yes. So, I would just ask. 
What do you mean what just ask? No, 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 this is a good point. Tyler Nicknam Jr. is like fucking a fetus and and a daddy nickname is just like, yo, you want you want hey, hey. Hey, asshole. Should we cut it? Hey, yeah. You want to cut this dick or not? Here's what I'll do. No, nothing, dude. I already got it, dude. I'm going to put two pictures, okay? I'm going to put. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have one picture on the right side. That's going to be a amazing Picasso painting, beautiful looking. On the left, I'm going to have just a fucking anteater sticking his nose into an anthill. And then he's going to choose with his hand which one he wants. If it's the Picasso painting, I'm cutting it. If he literally chooses the anteater, we're leaving it. Literally been born for two minutes and Trent's already showing his kid pictures of a dick. <laughs> okay. Nice. Great to make it wow, weird, Devin. Good one, Devin. Okay. It's just Real like that. Uh, weird, Devin. There's that lady from Australia who said you should ask your kid before you change his diaper. Like, yep. imagine Does not asking her. Yeah. And ask for consent. A friend of mine did it when he was adult, and he regretted like for the rest of his life doing it. Like, Damn. wait, what yeah. happens when you do it as an adult? Does like hurts he, a lot he, more? He, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it hurts a lot more. Couldn't have sex for like over a month. Oh my but god. He, he never had the same feeling to his penis ever imagine. again. Oh like, like yeah. imagine like having a changed. feeling since the moment you're born, and then all of a sudden, like. The head of your penis is like so much more sensitive now because you had a hood on it all your life. All of a sudden, it's not. And even like sex-wise, he always regretted it. Damn. Always. And he's like a super famous European porn star. He did it late. Yeah. This is gonna sound like a dumb question, but can you can you, re can can you, you reverse put the skin it, right? back on? Yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? I don't think so. I wouldn't have yeah, well, no, no, there's, there's actually a new surgery. No, no, this is real. You can do this now. It's like a, it, it's almost like a bionic arm. You can get a bionic foreskin. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you being real? No, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, like Jack's in Mortal Kombat. It's like you have Jack's except Jack's is, It's a skin graft. You know. Yeah, it's a some skin people, graft. Some people will also stretch their skin if you like tie like weights inside of it. So I don't, I don't know how this is possible. Supposedly, if you tug on it enough, you can like regrow your foreskin somehow. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard yeah, of that. I don't, I don't know how much there is to it. I saw, I saw that in a movie once. Uh, it was like a World War II movie. It was a. Uh, like there was a Jewish community and a lot of the boys would try to reverse it by this like painful method of like using pliers and stuff like that. And yeah, apologies, apologies if someone already brought this up, but uh, during the Hellenistic period of Judaism, uh, when Jews were under the captivity of uh, the Greeks, a lot of people, yeah, would, a lot of Jews had to uh, undergo the process of Hellenization, which meant, yeah, they had to, uh, Put a foreskin back on by taking some skin from their shaft, and imagine fucking doing that. Right, because they, they would share the they would share the baths, right? I mean, yeah, during when they would go to the gymnasiums, yeah, you could find the Jew by you know looking at our perfectly chiseled heads of our cocks. But uh, <laughs> you know, they were they were getting that dick surgery in in ancient Greece. How do you know this? Oh my god. This concludes part one of this episode of the Trainwrecks TV Scuffed Podcast. Tune in to part two to finish the episode. For news and updates regarding the podcast and streams, follow at Trainwrecks TV on Twitter.